What is up, everybody? We are pretty fly for a senpai. I'm Hero19x. I'm pointing at Shark, but he can't see it. But we got Shark well, Wellington. Uh, He's here. And Time Muffin is here, too. So, guys, okay. if you're... I know. We're going to start over. No gonna offense. Over. Redo. We're going to redo it. I was, no I was, was going to keep going until you told me to stop. <laughs> no offense. Redo. It's okay. Hello, everybody. Today is a, a glorious day for Pretty Fly for a Senpai podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about things. I'm Hero19x. I am Shark Wellington. And I am Time Muffin. Eh? And we're going to be talking about the most, not the best anime, but like, you know, one of the greatest <laughs> animes of all time. I love it. I was going to say the best anime, but I don't want to say it like that when other people are like, oh, well, it's not my favorite. One Punch Man. One Punch. You don't, punch! You don't really want to. You don't want to, you know, go too early with the best anime. This is only episode true. two. This is true. <laughs> this is episode two. We'll get to the best anime, and you'll know when you'll know when it happens. It's Haikyuu, I like. <laughs> but moving on. Uh, what you 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 you'll know when you're listening and you're like, wow, this is the best anime. Okay, so episode one that uh, kind of describes and goes into. Uh, who One Punch Man actually is, is uh, the strongest man. Uh, and as as we 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 go through uh, the, the, the episode, it's like destruction is happening everywhere. And like the like most of the episodes. Oh, God. Yeah, 110 <laughs> percent. And it's just like people are like, oh, we need to call heroes. Boop, 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 boop. And then it's like no, no one is going to save these people from this monster. And then it just it just pans into this little girl. I, I think it's always a little girl. Yeah. yeah a little yeah. girl get, about to get whacked by I this. <laughs> I should have had a small child being saved counter. Oh my god. 110%. There were so many little small children. Like children only exist to cry and be mm -hmm. saved. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> so many so many So I, I remember I I think like the opening shot was like the the city's burning down. I remember there were two heroes with I think names on their backs. There was Lightning Max and Smile Man, <laughs> who we don't get to meet yep. because they died. Off screen, <laughs> smile man by by vaccine man formed by the pollution of the world. <laughs> he's mm -hmm. he gives like his backstory. He's like been formed by the pollution or something. He talked. It's like the whole. It's like the the stereotypical like shonen and like manga anime. I'm gonna tell you my whole tortured backstory, but really, if Captain Planet was just way more metal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and then yeah it's just it doesn't matter because the enemy is all you know one punch man the whole point anyway hero continue continue <laughs> after 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 a shark was saying how the vaccine man goes through and tells uh that as this little girl is about to get destroyed by vaccine man this this bald hood uh, this bald hero wearing like a, a yellow overall suit with you know white cape red gloves and boots i'm just like whoever came up with his character design 10 out of 10 i don't know i love it it is iconic Very. it's it's so simple you cannot get it wrong like it is just red yellow you can even white. just look at the red gloves like if you just see a picture of the red like 
the red yes. like rubber cleaning gloves basically you're like that's one punch man obviously <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's wearing yeah he's wearing like red rain boots <laughs> <laughs> them galoshes on <laughs> he just maybe put it together in like a goodwill <laughs> i i wouldn't doubt it but that's not important now because we get to go back in time. True. How far back in time does anyone remember? It's three years. We go three years back in time uh, to when Saitama literally, it, when you looked at his face, he had hair. He His eyes were soulless because he just, he, he lost, he, he kept trying to go for job interviews after job interviews. It keeps getting just like just completely like no one wants him for some reason i i don't know why and then they they meet up with the the he uh as he was walking home he sees this like giant crab monster <laughs> that <laughs> the kid some little kid drew nipples on him <laughs> that so he literally just wants to go beat up this kid yeah <laughs> and he's he's so mad that he has nipples on him he's so mad he has nipples that was it that was a wild interaction, the, the mighty Kreblante. Oh my just, god. Uh, <laughs> I, and the funny thing is, you don't really notice them at first. No. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> because, like, Saitama's like, Saitama's like, what did the kid do? He's like, he drew nipples on me with permanent marker! I have claws, <laughs> I can't wash them off! Oh yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm just like permanent bro. marker. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, he's like I can't even use a towel with these claws. <laughs> Saitama could be a homeboy and just like I'll I'll help you out, but no, he just wants to go into legit to like just to murder this chin boy, this little chin boy. Oh my god! No, he's not a little chin boy. He's very big. The boy is little. The chin is large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the chin, the chin on this kid. It's a crimson chin origin story. I love how Saitama literally told him, told him, "Oh, you got, you got to run." No, but my ball. <laughs> <laughs> crab, crab man. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, like uh, no. So like the crab man goes for the kid, and Saitama stops him and says, "Sorry, I can't let you do that. Birth rates have been declining, so you can't just kill a kid." <laughs> <laughs> he has all these like really quick one-liners. I don't know that Saitama necessarily has much of a morality to himself. He just kind of seems to be, uh, he he just doesn't want the whole earth destroyed. Mm -hmm. But like, he's just mostly like it's like bored. Like that's kind of the vibe. Yes. Like especially later, it's you're just like he's like I'm over it. <laughs> just stop, <laughs> stop tell, stop telling me about your backstory. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Will it take more than one punch for me to kill you or not? Oh, but um, the uh, the the fight with Kreblante really kind of gets you mm -hmm. in the uh, zone of what what sort of anime you're watching because he gives his whole spiel. I think like Saitama's getting beat up pretty bad in like the first fight, and then he just rips out his insides through his eye stock yeah. hole or something. I was just like, what? like grabs an eyeball and just does like a front flip and just. <laughs> deflates him that's like yeah it's it's one of it's so brutal like that's another thing with this anime is it's just like it's all just so damn brutal which is funny <laughs> because um thinking back on the first time you see uh that scene of him ripping out you know the the crab man's insides mm -hmm. um you feel shocked when you see that and you become much less shocked by the time the, the anime is over 
by the end of it, you're like, oh yeah, this guy's just going to be paced. At first, I, I felt the same way. I'm very, I'm very queamish when it comes to certain things. When I first saw that, when I when I first watched the series, I was like, Ugh! and now, like when I was watching it again now for the podcast, it was just like, oh, it's just his insights. <laughs> it's just like I get numb to it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just his guts everywhere. <laughs> Oh man! So then, after after he uh, he rips the 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 dude's insides out, it's literally that was that's that was the the indication where he want he wanted to train to be a hero, and that that's he trained so hard that he went bald, and uh, he trained so hard that now every time that he just fights a, someone, he beats them in one punch, and that that was his uh, his whole whole spiel of how he did it. The whole backstory is his quests. Whole backstory is looking for someone that requires more than one punch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and he killed the vaccine man with one punch as well. So we've pretty much only seen him so far kill everything with, with one punch. Well, like the crab man wasn't necessarily a punch, but a punch no. in an eye suplex. They <laughs> call it. I guess. <laughs> punch in an eye suplex. There are a lot of eyes in this anime. <laughs> there are a lot of eyes in this anime. Yeah, tell us about the next two hero. Yeah, I was about to say the uh, after after we go, we get the backstory with uh, with the, the the crab monster, then uh, Saitama is at a grocery store trying to you know get some give it some dinner you know trying to get himself all situated for the night. Then just out of nowhere, his supermarket gets like crushed on, and it's uh, this evil scientist. Uh, was is trying to help his brother get to be the strongest man in the world because that's what his, his little brother wants to be the strongest man in the world, and he gave him this special formula called Biceps King, and he made sure he added a little bit of flavor of strawberry to help it go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, help, to help it go down. A little strawberry science juice. I, I I love that. I love I love that little bit of yeah that little bit extra dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> that's what like what. Like I love fighting animes, but then just when they add just like like it's not stupid, but like just little silly stuff like that is just like man, it just I know this is gonna be like on my top ten anime. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like you're sort of inter your the story we're watching is intersecting with other stories mm-hmm. that we're just sort of passing through because we got a glimpse of that guy's backstory mm-hmm. and wanting to be super strong. But you know, there's like a million of these bad guys, and all of them are in and out. There's, yeah, it's amazing just how many bad guys and heroes there are in this world, and just how powerful these people are, and how most of them are just like like the strong man who just like destroys an entire city by just moving his arm real fast. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. And then literally, like Saitama just pops up on his shoulder, just be like, "Oh, it sucks being the strongest man, or whatever." And his his brother's like, "Oh, get him!" He he, he taps the shoulder, but it was the wrong shoulder, killing his brother. It was yes. such an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> that was a fantastic gag, and I love the troll face too. <laughs> oh yeah! Like when it go, it go, he smacks the shoulder. He's like, "Wait, what?" And he looks at the blood stain on his hand, and then he. And then he looks over at Saitama's face. It's just a little, oh, <laughs> just a little, oh. oh man! And just it, it shows how strong Saitama. I don't want to say how strong he is, but like literally, this giant dude is is like throws Saitama, throws punches at him, and you just see him lying in the ground and just like with with like a like a meme face, like oh, is that it type of deal? And it's just like he just beats him one punch in the face. He goes, oh, whoops, <laughs> didn't mean to go that hard. <laughs> 
the the animation was so dynamic mm -hmm. as well with that uh with the little brother quote-unquote fight i guess um like uh, uh there were multiple times where like he would jump up and uh stomp down and be punching very fast and uh it looked hand drawn frame by frame the whole the whole thing like i was like in this episode i thought like man i forgot how pretty this anime was oh my god mm -hmm. it is just all the fights are so well well directed like at the action of them like you said where they're every you're never questioning what is happening well sometimes you are but not for because <laughs> you don't know what's going on like action wise in a fight but you're, it's it's very clear what's happening in the space like mm -hmm. yeah like you said Saitama gets thrown into the ground and giant jumps up, stomps on him, punches him real fast, and he's just like, whatever. <laughs> and, then he, and then he accidentally <laughs> topples a giant onto a city. But granted, I don't know where else he was going to put it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how you dispose of something like that. I guess he could punch downwards. I don't know. <laughs> I just... I I love this episode so much because it's just like you you get to kind of feel like at, at the beginning like oh we know oh there's this strong dude then we find out oh how we how like what not what he did to be stronger but like he what what made him think of why he wants to be a hero and then like at at this point near the end of the episode where it's like he's on his way home after beating this giant monster and then he's just like you know uh it, it, life is boring now and that's why he's so emotionless this is because like every there's no thrill of a fight for him like there was this like the little car the car monster yeah oh yeah <laughs> and that's the that's the punctuation on the end of that little spiel is the car comes out i have the name i'm super custom <laughs> y0649zmk2 i'm so happy you wrote that down <laughs> and he just barely starts his backstory and just gets evaporated and saitama just keeps going home he's like ah <laughs> Just don't care. <laughs> just don't care. I can't feel anymore. <laughs> it was to that. It was to that point when when he went home and went to bed. He like had this whole like. It, I didn't at first. I didn't think it was like a dream type of deal with quotations. It's just like is these mole people come up and you know Saitama's like you know we 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 want to take over the 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 earth because in like down below we we overpopulated and we need to come out from underground and Saitama's having this epic fight with all these mole people actually pushing him to a to a limit and when the the giant mole king comes out it's just like Saitama's like going right in fighting him and then he wakes up <laughs> smashes his alarm clock yes <laughs> and then you hear the little mole people outside going we're gonna take over the earth and saitama just crashes on the king accidentally it's just like all right i'm ready for a fight and then they all run <laughs> yes and they had the little flag of where they came from they just said sorry <laughs> yes. about that oh that's right <laughs> sorry about that yeah sorry about that <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We're just gonna peace out. <laughs> Deuces. Oh dear God! And then it just it goes into episode two, where it's called the lone uh, the lone cyborg, which is pretty cool. the uh, the The city is plagued is being plagued with mosquitoes, and uh, they're eating every everything in sight. Like the uh, it panned to a, a cow being like literally you see like. You see skin and bone, but all like the blood, the blood is gone. Nothing's there. Just mummified, yeah. Completely mummified. Yes. It is. It was to a point where it was a threat level demon. Where at this point, 
at this point, we don't know what the, the threat levels mean, but like when I hear threat level demon, I'm thinking something something's bad. Right. Uh, the threat levels. I, I don't think that they ever like go lower than demon. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the lowest one we hear about. There's like tiger, I think. What I think yeah. what, there's one that's been like, oh, so this has been upgraded from threat level tiger to something. Yep, tiger was the first one. Right. Yeah, they never have a threat level tiger because I'm sure that those are probably the ones that Saitama's super bored with. <laughs> Shit, he's bored by dragon level threats. But then we find out that the uh, the the swarm of demon, the swarm of mosquitoes were a threat level demon, and we we see a mysterious cyborg. You know, we don't know who this this young man is. But uh, I I don't know this <laughs> random sexy mosquito girl. I'm just like, what? What is this so kawaii? Mosquito waifu, please step on me. Yeah? Please. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, hello. <laughs> I mean, of course, yes. Go ahead, take all of my blood. God. <laughs> well, they do. They do show you what happens to uh, one of the. There's like a guy oh, that's who's. Right. Oh, yeah, stealing yeah. stuff. Yep. Because everybody evacuated, and he's like, "Oh, what's a few bugs?" And then he just gets like dehydrated, like a cranberry. Oh mm. God! Or, <laughs> you know what? Legit craisins, craisins slap. Not gonna <laughs> lie. There are actually like not that many civilian deaths, and I feel like they never really make anybody totally innocent die, or at least don't show it. No, they definitely don't show it. Yeah, just like how. That that giant the giant dude destroyed the entire city. Like they they I don't even remember them saying like oh millions have died or anything crazy like that. They mm-hmm. just oh the city is destroyed. Yes, yeah. They never quite say like numbers of deaths or anything. They'll just say millions of people could die. And yeah, so like the the cyborg who we don't know his name yet. He's like fighting her with like his big old flamethrower guns, big flame arms. Yeah, yeah. He was killing all the mosquitoes with with the incinerate and. uh Oh, we didn't even. Saitama was, uh, if he was outside watering his plant, and then he was having like this epic showdown with a little fly, where it was like just trying to like clap, like just trying to just smush it, but the fly kept just flying away. And so like like these lightning action moves of just Saitama just trying to crush a little fly, is just like he met his adversary, <laughs> the, the one the one true villain. The yes, <laughs> it was not the kind of fight he wanted. But the kind of fight he deserved. <laughs> we see Saitama literally run into the scene with bug spray, trying to spray this yes. little bug. That's right. That's how he got there. I forgot. I forgot how he arrived. <laughs> <laughs> He's hacking a lung. I believe his whole city had pretty much been destroyed by then. Because mm-hmm. uh, later on, I think City Z is considered like an abandoned, destroyed city. No one lives there, yeah. Yeah, they get their mail through like drones and things <laughs> at, at, at some point later in the series, yeah. And then the the mosquito woman, who I don't think they ever say her name. I don't think they do. But uh, she she recalls all her mosquitoes and asks them to empty all their stored juices into her. She wants the juices. Yeah, they were very clearly doing a little bit of double on Tanji. <laughs> she wants the juice, okay? She wants. <laughs> Give her the juice. Oh yeah, and then uh, what? Um, the cyborg um, sets everything on fire again mm. and blows off Saitama's clothes. I think. Yes. <laughs> they threw his clothes. He's butt naked. First butt sighting of the anime. <laughs> uh, two episodes in. <laughs> a lot of butts. 
Puri Puri prisoner though. And then he just and then he just slaps he just slaps the mosquito like mid mid spiel into a Jackson Pollock on the side of a skyscraper. Oh my god. True. But not not until after she like almost completely destroys the cyborg. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna like self-destruct. Yes. <laughs> right. He was entirely ready to die. Yep. And then uh, he tells his backstory about Dr. Cusino. Casino? K U S E no. Yeah, the doctor for justice. I I remember put that down. So Genos became a cyborg who fights for justice. And he goes into a really long backstory with piano backing, and it just gets louder and more intense and faster. (laughs) He's talking about his long quest that he must avenge all the wrongs that have been done to him. And Saitama's just desperately trying to get him to stop. Literally, he screams just going, you need need to shorten it within 20 words or less. (laughs) 20 words or less. 20 words or less. I'm just dying. Everybody's pretty bad at that. (laughs) They are, especially in this universe. They all just, it's, it's, everybody thinks they're the shonen protagonist, and they just, they need to tell you everything about themselves all the time. You just met someone? Let me tell you about my tortured past, okay? <laughs> and then at this point, uh, I I believe Saitama gets like an I don't want to say he gets an invite, uh, uh, but the, the the scientist, some scientist wants to examine Saitama because the evil mosquito uh, uwu kawaii girl was uh, he created her, and so he wants to find out why this one man can defeat you know this mosquito girl and so so quick of time and uh he sends like a bunch of like monsters at his house to to try to get him to come to the to his evil lair the house of evolution house of evolution yes starting with the beast king the big buff lion dude oh my god (laughs) the lion lion guy I mean, they they send like a they send like a mantis and a gorilla and a lion and a mole and uh, <laughs> right, dude. They 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 sent they sent a whole squad that literally uh, Genos was dealing with the the cyborg like ape guy and uh, Sai uh, Saitama gets pulled into the ground by the mole and the, the lions just trying to intimidate him and it's just it's just so funny how he's just like all right we're gonna actually fight and he gets out. <laughs> He's out of the ground. He was like, "Oh, I got some stuff in my special in my place." <laughs> I, got, is, I, love that. <laughs> I took that quote down in my notes because it's so good. Oh man, <laughs> got dirty. I kind of feel like a bamboo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like a bamboo shoot. Yes. Oh shoot! I got dirt in my special place. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I knew it was like something place. I forgot they called it special place. <laughs> and we and here is where we first witness one of his special finishing moves known as consecutive normal punches. Yes. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> and it removes the entire upper half of the lion's body. Oh my it's god. It's gone. And I love how the mole was trying to get away, digging in the ground, and then as he was digging, like the mole just sees his face goes on. I just I, I don't know what exactly he said, but he's like, "Oh, there you are." Or something like that and found you. Found, found you. you. The pop dies that was terrifying for me (laughs) the way that they like as as his head shows up it becomes hyper detailed oh it does yeah (laughs) and it's like (laughs) horrifying 
uh, Genos is fighting the armor gorilla, and uh, it I think I don't remember if his like his arms and legs and everything were ripped off at this point, but like they uh, they 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 want they want to know you know where where he came where he came from and stuff because. One part of Genos's long uh, storyline is a evil cyborg destroyed his town, and he's trying to find the evil cyborg and get revenge for him killing his parents in the town. And so he's trying to get this monkey to tell him, "Hey, listen, are you that cyborg?" And uh, I think at at this point they they're just threatening to kill him, and uh, then he just end up telling the the whole thing about where he came from and stuff. The the interaction was. The armored gorilla says, I won't tell you anything. You'll never defeat our greatest fighter, the Beast King. Mm-hmm. And then he holds up the eyeball yeah. <laughs> of the Beast King. He says, this guy, <laughs> which is eyeball number two, I guess. Eyeball incident number two is what we'll call it. <laughs> True. <Eyeball> incident. <laughs> uh, and then he just drops his like robot voice altogether. He's like, oh, yep. yes. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> I was just trying to sound cool. I was just trying to sound cool. Yeah, exactly. I was just trying to sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot yeah and that's for that i think i think that was the end of that episode yep that was the end of that episode then it goes into ep- episode three the obsessive scientist where we kind of get like a backstory of the scientist and is i believe his name is Genis. yes which is a little bit confusing mm-hmm. yeah since no Gen- Genis is the android genos genos is the android Genis is the scientist yeah yeah, yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. You're right. Uh, it, it gets. Conf- I keep wanting to say Genesis just because of the Sega Genesis, but <laughs> I keep telling myself just one S, Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> but he's wild. We find out that he he literally he, we he's been trying to do like uh, evolve humanity artificially and having people be able to stay stay younger for forever and the dude was 70 years old finds out like oh this is this is it this is this is what we have to do to get to to gain my youth back clones himself now he has a mass army of just himself it's just a wild man did not see clone number 69 though it's very disappointing we did not Uh, what, what got me was they, they make a point of mentioning the scientific community gives him a bunch of awards, but they don't like his ideas, Yeah, which is such an odd. Yeah. <laughs> what? The what? Hell? I'm just like, hello. Like, I think these, I think in the show they were like, it was too uh, inhumane or something like that to, to, oh, that's to right. yeah. m- mess with evolution like that. But like, why give this man awards? Why praise him for something yeah. that it's just like you're you're like trying to tell him hey you know yeah you should proceed with this but then at behind closed doors like yeah no you you yeah shut this down like hello like i would be confused the armor the armored the armored gorilla lets them know that he is very interested in saitama's body i put uwu on my notes <laughs> next to that one yes. So I, yes yeah and saitama lets him know that he is not interested in dudes <laughs> <laughs> uwu indeed eh? Oh, good stuff. <laughs> so, so they head there and trample a bear on the way. Do you remember that? Oh my God, they did. I don't. I don't remember that at all. They totally flatten a bear. <laughs> oh it's my just, God. It's just for like a second or two. There, there's like a. They show a bear that's just totally just trampled just in half, annihilated. Because, 
they were sprinting there. I thought it was so funny because literally Saitama's like, let's go there now. And Jano's like, oh, why now? Because tomorrow is a super, uh, the sale at the supermarket. It's a super sale, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is just, this is important. Tomorrow is the super sale. It is a super sale at the supermarket. <laughs> Cannot miss it. And he has to, yeah, once he gets it done now so that we can have time for tomorrow to go to the supermarket. It's just so funny. It's the priorities. 110%. Like you almost, you almost feel like he wouldn't go at all if the sale were today. <laughs> he would just, yeah. he would, <laughs> ju he would just say, do. "Let someone else handle it." Yep. So they get there to the house of evolution, and Genos, the android, can tell that there are eight floors of traps before they can get into the the basement. I believe, like mm -hmm. under the ground. So he bypasses it by just destroying the building. <laughs> just incinerates the whole building. Whole thing's gone. Which which shows me that his fire like his firearms are plenty useful and effective. I think his problem is he's not fighting the right kind of enemies or something yeah. because the fire never does anything to the people he fights. No, <laughs> he true. needs to start he needs to he needs to fight like the straw man or something. <laughs> like, straw man. <laughs> just send him on Twitter. Just put him on Twitter. He'll do well there. <laughs> put him on Twitter. <laughs> Set him up. I spent too much time on Twitter and I turned into straw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> All I can hear is the sound of my own voice. Anyway, <laughs> so after after Genos destroys the whole building, they find like a little little hatch to a basement where the true where the true uh, happenings is. So they they go in there and uh, they're on, they're on their way to uh, where the the scientist Genesis is. And uh, Genesis is like, oh, we don't have any more of our our evil or not evil monsters but our, our monsters that we created but there's this one uh, carnage kabuto or kabuto and apparently it was his greatest his greatest success except for like i think he said something along the lines of like it, i don't want to say is is his menta mentality or is is like he just he's too too focused on killing he lacks he lacks humanity that's what i is. think yes he lacks humanity Cause literally the dude like just just to just to go in to talk to him, he had to send like mad clones in there and he kills a bunch <laughs> of clones to just like get it out of them. And then he's like, Hey, listen, we got some guy who's coming coming here, you know, we need you to, you know, take him out. And as soon as like he mentions something about a strong dude fighting him, they <laughs> he grabs the scientist. It's like he's rushing down that hallway and the dude's like bleeding, like yeah. I'm just like, yeah. what's is his arm broken? I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> right. And they charge down to trample Saitama and Gino says they're just walking along down this hallway. They're just they're, they're like skit like going through a like a like a thing of flowers. They're just walking on in, not nothing crazy. <laughs> and it's just like then you just see this giant bug, like this dude looks beefy AF. And uh the, he's just super dumb cocky and they, they he tells Saitama to come to uh the 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 training uh, the training space where it's like a huge white room so they have a lot of room to to actually fight and when uh Saitama's getting you know getting ready to to fight his, his hands are just down like his normal stance just just hanging out and and Carnage Kabuto literally just comes comes up behind him about to attack him and he just like goes all like he jumps all the way back like his his animal instincts is telling him get the hell away from this dude 
Let's get away from him. Which must have been a pretty wild scene for an observer because it was just mm-hmm. a bunch of mm-hmm. flashing, um, you know, he, he was just jumping around in hyperspace, yep. gets you real close, and then flings himself as far away in the room as possible. Mm-hmm. And probably what well, was probably the span of like a second, but yeah. we see it in <laughs> a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Saitama starts revealing his, he says he's finally going to reveal his secret. Yep. Secret to his superpowers. The big secret. <laughs> Turns out his regimen is just just normal fitness. He just does push-ups <laughs> and sit-ups, and he runs. <laughs> there's squats in there, too. Oh, that's right. There's squats. I forgot. Oh, yeah. It's 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, 10K. All right, but you forgot the most important part every single day. That's right. Yes, every single day. The 10 kilometer ru- uh, run, he has to do it every single day. When it's cold out, when it's cold outside, no heat. When it's hot outside, no air conditioning. <laughs> it's gonna seem like you're going through hell, but you have to stick through it every single day. And you need to have three meals a, a day. Banana is fine. But a banana in the morning is fine. A banana. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I love, I love it. I I knew I knew you guys would would get the banana part down. <laughs> A banana is fine. I'm like, oh, great. Thank God, Saitama. We can have a banana. <laughs> the potassium. Everyone says he must be lying or messing with them. He mm-hmm. says, that's really all I did. <laughs> it's just normal fitness, says everybody. <laughs> that can't be a secret. And it was to the point that Carnage uh, Kabuto was so, like, he got so mad because he's like, this, this can't be it. And he goes into his Carnage mode. I, I like the design of it. Literally, it's just like a like a I th- it was like a bluish purple. Like his skin turns bluish purple. He has like like gr- like neon green th- like for his skin, and it's like he's going and punching, giving brigades of punches for to to Saitama. And while this is going on, Saitama slowly realizing because uh, Carnage uh, when Car- Carnage Kabuto says when he goes to Carnage mode it's for a whole week and he's going and he's like I'll be doing this all till next Saturday and then he's just like wait a second next Saturday I made a terrible <laughs> mistake <laughs> this is terrible next Saturday that means, that means today is Saturday too <laughs> and if today is Saturday <laughs> today is bargain day it's a supermarket and they <laughs> <laughs> the uppercuts Carnage Kabuto. I love how Susie says it. Boom. <laughs> Just pastes him. Yeah. And literally after that, he like Saitama's all like flustered and Geno's like, it's okay. They're they close at 10 p.m. We can we still have a chance. And Saitama's like, really? <laughs> He's all giddy and he just <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> They just disappear. And literally the scientist dude is just like, yeah, okay, I'm done messing with, with evolution now. I'm good. Genus says, it appears I am the one who must change. Yes. And then we get a nice close-up of a little bit of snot running down his nose. Dude. Beautiful. <laughs> the snot drip. It was very theatrical. <laughs> the snot drip zoom. <laughs> oh, man. And then kind of at the end of the episode, you see some government folks... Or was it after the credits? I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But there's some government folks just hanging out around the site of where the House of Evolution was. And they're like, oh, my God, is this is this the cyborg man who did it? I think so. And then they have like a file with Genos's face on it. Not genus. Genos. <laughs> <laughs> cyborg. The cyborg. Not the scientist. <laughs> 
Then it rolls into episode four, The Modern Ninja. This was one of my one of my favorite episodes too, where at the beginning of the episode, this bunch of <laughs> group of bald men, <laughs> bald men are like, it, the dude's called Hammerhead, the leader. And he says, you know, why do we have to work? Can't we all just share? We're all our slaves to work. Work isn't fun. No one wants to, no one wants to change society. And if people want to work, let them work. I don't want to work. <laughs> I'm just like, so I'm just dying. It's just, uh, I'm just, I'm just dying with like th these dudes. They really just don't want to work. They just want to support to create a better world that of just no, not working. Like, I don't know how that would work. The Paradisers. Yes, the Paradisers. Which to me sounds a little bit like a cult. <laughs> true, true. Like, and it, it blew my mind. What, like, when you first see the, the this gang of bald, bald men, you're thinking, oh, these guys are nothing. And then, like, you th then you literally see one of them just wind up and punch and break a whole building. And they just find out they have a a air experimental <laughs> battle suits that they stole. And I'm just like, hello? Like, are they strong as Saitama? The worst part was that was the wrong building. <laughs> yes. And, and they're like, punch a different one. <laughs> And the dude was like, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> it's important that we learn from our mistakes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just dying. Like, bro, you could, I think you killed like a bunch of people. <laughs> but there's like, oh, it's okay. In this world, no civilian dies. So I guess it's yeah. okay. <laughs> they were, they had meant to bring down the building of Zeniru. I'll call him yeah. Zeniru. Uh, the richest man in town who has a golden turd on his <laughs> personal skyscraper. That's all I put, which is golden turd. <laughs> yes, that's all I put was golden turd. So I'm just like that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we get the, then after 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 they destroy the building, we see a little bit of the golden turd. We see. We, we we see like of uh, this this masked man taking down a balloon to help out like a little kid and I'm he he's one of my favorite characters in this anime of all Oh yes. Like he's just amazing. Bicycle guy. Moomin Rider is best girl. He is best girl. I'm so glad that you guys like him as much as I did because I was going to say I think he might be my favorite character. Even though he's not a main character. He, yeah. he he is the only one in this whole entire anime that I really feel actually is a superhero. Yeah. Like, actually, you know. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't he get cool superpowers? Yeah, he's the one that deserved them the most. Moomin Rider deserves superpowers, <laughs> damn it. He's the best girl. It's what he deserves. He literally just thought, well, I mean, I ride a bicycle a lot. That's something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's after after we see that scene of the of Moon and Ryder take down the balloon, I, I wrote this down. So Tom had a nightmare that, that he's playing rock paper scissors with someone, and he just goes, "I won't play rock paper scissors since there's a booger on that finger." Yeah, it's a booger nightmare. That's that's his nightmare. Not 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 like a scary monster mm -hmm. or anything crazy. Just do rock paper scissors and some someone having a booger on their finger. <laughs> and so bicycle man is on his way confronting the paradisers. 
Uh, Saitama isn't interested until he realizes that the Paradisers are all bald men. Yes. They stole his look. They stole his look. They did. So he runs off to go show them the what fur. We get sweet kickstand. Yes. We get sweet kickstand Sakuga as Moomin Rider rolls up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like 60 <laughs> FPS kickstand action. The kickstand was so good. I specifically made a note of that kickstand. <laughs> Like they they like zoomed in and everyone and they, just waited. I have mad respect. And then he slowly <laughs> runs over. He runs over and it's all so well animated. It's just it's so crazy how much effort they put into how many, how many frames they put into him <laughs> turning the kickstand on, parking the bike, running around the bike, and running over to the paradiser. I love this anime where like this silly stuff like that. The enemies literally just wait. Just oh, okay, he's putting his kickstand up. We'll 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 wait for him, no problem. They all have manners. Yeah, even like back, like a couple episodes back with the lion with the the, the rocks in his special place. Like literally, the lion's like, "Oh, you getting it all out there?" Yeah, like it's just all yeah. they, they all wait, <laughs> and it's They're so courteous for being so evil. <laughs> who's who's the real monster here? I guess. <laughs> 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 so we're we're we are treated to a rousing inspirational speech given by the Moomin Rider about being the rider for justice mm -hmm. and how he will defeat these evildoers. And then next we see him, he's got his head cracked like an egg on the pavement. I think I remember I I was afraid he was dead. I was like, oh. he was like face down uh, yeah. with like blood coming out of his skull, but apparently he was fine. He had a helmet on. Hey, you know, <laughs> that helmet and goggles helps helps out a man a lot, you know, from getting punched. Always wear your helmet, kids. That's the lesson I learned today. And then we roll up into like gorgeous George's house. He's just super pissed about the, the, the paradisers wanting to, you know, free the proletariat or whatever. <laughs> he asks the, the ninja that's in his house if uh, he can do anything about it since he's under his employ. He has a spare ninja sitting around. <laughs> he does. Just he's just like, you're lucky that, you know, today, today's my, today was the, the last day of me being employed by you. You're lucky this is happening right now. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Bro. I get a little dose of his speed before, you know, he just leaves. Dude, like literally, then it's like the Paradisers versus we find out his name is, is uh, Speed of Sound Sonic. Uh, this dude literally like chops almost I, I think he chops every single one of their heads off except for Hammerhead the leader I'm just like bro you're so fast like Sonic fast <laughs> Sonic you gotta go, go fast, fast. <laughs> what's kind of funny is there's no blood in that part which they could have put in because there's blood in other parts mm -hmm. but it almost looks like he's just popping the heads off of action figures when he does that it does. It does. That's very, that is very evocative of what that would look like. Yep. They just all pop up because they all get like some good aerial action where they shoot up into the sky after he cuts their head off. Maybe he's cutting it off so quickly that the the blood is drying at that point. I don't, Dang. I don't know. <laughs> what? What's, he's what? cauterizing yeah. the wound as the blade goes through. Oh, after he, after all, all his 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 gang is is been defeated. It's just Hammerhead versus Sonic, and literally he just starts throwing rocks at him. And I, I speed of sound, Sonic realizes after it happened, but he lined up all the rocks in almost like a bowling alley type of way, 
and he grabs another rock like he's gonna like throw a bowling ball and like Sonic's like oh no I know what he's gonna do that pulls out a tree out of nowhere goes whack <laughs> pulls out I just, a I, tree where do you pull the tree from <laughs> I, I I just I, I'm so confused I'm so confused shows shows up behind him and just throws a knife in the back of his head and we think he's dead uh, which is it's just funny because he's the uh, it, Hammerhead is the one guy where his superpower is like having a very thick skull oh and everyone God. aims for his skull. Yeah. <laughs> so he keeps randomly surviving because people only aim for his head. As he's running away with the knife in the back of his head, he says, thank you, mother, for this thick skull of mine. Yes. Thank you, mama. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. And then. I, I after that part, I Genos was uh, getting an upgrade from his his scientist daddy, and uh, uh, he's going on and on about Saitama, and uh, it, it shows how much how much Genos like really looks up to Saitama. He says, "Doctor, you you saved my life once, mm -hmm. but Saitama has saved my life twice. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I kind of owe him more." <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro. He's keeping account. He's keeping account. He's the tab rolling. And the scientist man was just like, "Oh, listen, I got I got something for you. They'll make you even stronger than than Saitama." And then you see like uh like in the background like a another set of arms and like a skeleton of some sort. And that was a lie. Because he doesn't, <laughs> it's pretty much impossible to get stronger than Saitama. So, Bob Tyler, the creator. Well, that was a fucking lie. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, didn't quite work out that way, did it? And then Saitama and Speed of Sound Sonic uh, meet up in the woods, and Sonic is like super excited just to kill people at this point. So he's zapping mm -hmm. around and. Uh, just um trying to get a hit on Saitama and Saitama's just like sitting there and asking, Can I leave now? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually um Sonic just goes right in for it and all Saitama does is step aside and put his fist up for a sonic speed nut bust. <laughs> my, 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 my notes here say, Oh damn, he a jumping bean. Oh no, his beans. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two lines. I'm just blown away by like how like his his fist was up there, and you see his crotch just hit his fist, and it just like the like they literally put some some type of like motion in there. Like they they wanted that to be a very detailed moment. They had reference material. Someone had to someone had to spend painstakingly animate that. The one guy on the team is like, please don't tell anyone that I begged for that animation job. <laughs> He wanted it so bad. Wanted it. <laughs> and after that happened, we get a technical difficulty screen. It's like, oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Sonic vows to kill him later. He doesn't mm -hmm. need to do it right yep. now. <laughs> He'll do it later. He's standing there threatening while he's shaking with his lead knees together. Just he's just in so much pain. I have decided to allow you a draw. <laughs> <laughs> need to go rest. 
but uh, he, Saitama realizes nobody even knows who he is. Yep. Um, and that's when they introduce the idea of the Hero Association. Because Speed of Sound Sonic didn't know who he was. Yes. And self-proclaimed heroes are just weirdos. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really particularly know the difference. Like, I mean, if you <laughs> if you kill a giant monster, you kill a giant monster. Like, I wouldn't care if they were registered or not at that point. Like the whole misinformation deal, you know, it, it's not real. It didn't that big monster that destroyed half a city Z didn't it didn't happen. Don't worry about it. That's just that's what big tech wants you to think, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Saitama and Genos, they end up wanting to sign up to to join, to be an actual official hero. Uh, I believe uh, in this episode, Saitama said if Genos does it with him, he'll actually take him on as his disciple. And uh, we after the credits, Hammerhead uh, gets knocked out by like these creepy robots Uh because they, I guess they let him steal the, the the suits. I don't know. I don't remember even seeing these robots afterwards. I've I'm just confused. I don't either. Yeah, they just kind of come and go. I'm just like okay. And this is this is where he said, "Thanks for giving me a thick skull, mommy." Yes. After they hit him in the head, because of course they just want to hit Hammerhead in the head. <laughs> I think at that point they were just making a joke of beating him up repeatedly. Yeah. Probably. I don't think there was a story need for those robots. I think they just were just beating him up some more. He just deserved it, okay? <laughs> then we go into episode five, the ultimate master. Yeah, but it pans into uh, to finding out that Moon, Moon and Rider, Moon and Rider is the top ranked sea hero, number one in the 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 sea rankings. Uh, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is this is the episode where they actually go in and uh, do do the tests to become become an official hero. Uh, 11,000 11, people sign up to take this exam uh, and uh, the Hero Association has to go through each one so they they have to test your mind with a with an actual written test and your physical abilities with a like a physically type of test and <laughs> it pans in <laughs> I and I literally just put so so many buff boys <laughs> This is so many men, just no <laughs> yes. shirts, no, just have like these, like, I don't want to say speedo-y like underwear on, but like, I said, look at all those budgie smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny. The range of superhero outfits on display in this episode. It is really it's, cool. It's everything from like full, full suit to thong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like full cape crusader to yeah, exactly. Just nothing. It makes me wonder if there is if there are tailors specifically for superheroes in this universe because if there are this many and they all need their own special uniforms, yeah, there's got to be somebody who's pumping them out on making a lot on commissions. Find those on DeviantArt. <sighs> I yes, <laughs> I don't want to say, but we will. But yes, we're just, well. I'll. I'll no season two. <laughs> what, what, what in particular were like uh, your favorite bits from the the testing? So I loved that they had a whack a mole test. 
<laughs> he broke the machine. <laughs> I forgot about the whack-a-mole test. Whack-a-mole test. I love the vertic- the vertical leap test where Saitama just jumps up and gets his head stuck in the <laughs> ceiling of the yes. arena that they're in. <laughs> oh my god! And that I I put down here too, like uh, the the punching machine. Like I feel like that was like a nod <laughs> to DBZ because like in in DBZ uh, when they're doing a, a tournament. Uh, they have to. They will have to test everyone's strength, and Goku and everyone's trying to hold back their powers so that way people don't get freaked out or whatever. And Vegeta says "eff it" and just destroys it. And I'm just like, I just makes me picture of that scene when when seeing uh, Saitama just punch it. Just huh? I would like to see a side by side of that. Afterwards, uh, he changes into his Opai sweatshirt. His <laughs> Opai sweatshirt is so good. I have I have that sweatshirt. Hero I have that, that sweatshirt, sweatshirt you for have some that? reason. I do have you wear sweatshirt. It? Do you wear it in public, sir? No, I don't. <laughs> my my buddy got it for me for uh I think it was for for Christmas and it was one Halloween. I we 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 just kind of got together. I literally just wore the sweatshirt, no hat <laughs> and just jeans cuz I'm like I'm I'm Saitama. <laughs> <laughs> that that's it. perfect i'm gonna need vision i'm gonna need proof that what during one of these <laughs> next next time we record i need proof well I for something it. like this I, I i i i feel comfortable wearing it even <laughs> i even like streaming now like i i would feel comfortable probably wearing something like that but before but maybe not at the supermarket maybe <laughs> but not the, at the supermarket the the, 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 the the finishing piece on the sweatshirt is underneath the word opai which means breasts in Japanese, I believe, is like a crude drawing of breasts, and he just walks around wearing this sweatshirt. It shows up in other episodes. <laughs> Don't care. I'm just so confused. It's just like that was like that's is probably the cheapest. It was probably like the cheapest sweater or shirt that he could find. It was probably he probably was like didn't even care what was on the sweatshirt. It was probably just the one he grabbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We we find out that uh, the Hero Association was started by a, a a rich man with a very large chin, after his grandson, I believe, yep, was saved by a mysterious stranger three years ago. How crazy! Oh my god, I didn't even I didn't you even didn't put catch shit that? together. I'm I'm stupid. I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I'm just like, man, this world just, I know Saitama is the main character, but she's like, everything is just happening because Saitama is just, just living. <laughs> it almost makes you wonder. Yeah. Like what did they do more than three years ago? Because it, like have, have the monster attacks yeah. increased or like vaccine man and crab man existed before the hero association then, or no, not vaccine man, but crab man did. Yeah. Crab man did. Nobody seemed to give a crap about crap, man. I don't know. <laughs> we find out that Genos passes his test a hundred hundred percent. He's he is automatically put into S class, and uh, Saitama starts to open his his envelope. Look to see what it is. You see, like the like like the beginning of an S, and every, everyone's just Genos like, oh, I I knew that you'd be <laughs> you'd be an S class hero, and blah blah blah. We find out he got a seventy-one out of a hundred. He he's a C class hero, <laughs> barely passed, <laughs> barely passed. The reason being, he scored perfectly on the physical test, which was seventy points, and the writing yep. test was thirty, and he got one single point on the writing test, which makes me wonder <laughs> if he just got a point for writing his name or something. <laughs> like the wonderlick test for the football players it's like you get like 20 points if you can write your name 
easy. Uh, he's headed home and he is getting hazed. Uh, wh what was the superhero that was hazing him? The rookie crusher. He was, God, I can't remember his name. It wasn't, it wasn't the rookie crusher. He, uh, like that, that's what, that's what the, they well, that was what it. he was doing. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, we don't know what his name is at this time. Yeah. But I, I just put it as snake hero. Uh, yeah. Dang it. I forgot <laughs> what it was, but yeah, it, he does. Sh he does show up later. And he just was literally just like, I'm just going to, you know, put you in your place because uh, Saitama and Genos were the only, I think the only two that passed. Because yes. they had like a little seminar with like going over like what it means to be a hero. And Saitama is just literally sitting in his chair, like doesn't give a care, chomping on some like gum. like, <laughs> and, I, and he's just blowing a bubble. Uh, yeah. He gets the gum a bubble, over covers his, his own face. And then Genos is like, oh no, master, are you okay? And <laughs> this guy, this guy's just so pissed <laughs> and then later later it was like he he that that snake dude was talking with like one of the head honchos and he was saying all oh, these rookies they're not gonna make it and he goes oh, i don't know this saitama guy will probably pass you his strength is insane that's why he was like i'm gonna crush him so much for that went real good yeah, we get another one of those uh, <laughs> big wind-ups where he's uh, yelling into Saitama's face a whole bunch, and then Saitama just knocks him to the ground and keeps walking. <laughs> Gives him the backstory. <laughs> Gives him the backstory. Pop. <laughs> oh, man. Since Genos uh, passed and became an uh, S-class hero, Saitama has to take him on as his apprentice, his disciple, and uh, Genos wanted him to go all out with him just to gauge his strength because he uh, he's got his new arms. And uh, that's right. His new arms, his new arms. Wait a minute. He has. He has he has arms in his arms like weapons. Oh, damn. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he has a little suitcase. He clicks the button, and then like the his arms form on his arms. <laughs> it was like extra armor. Oh my god! And they don't work. <laughs> they don't work. I just I love when they're fighting and like literally Saitama's dodging everything. Freaking mm. Genos puts his arms together for a giant blast, and Saitama just pet taps on his shoulder and just. <laughs> He just like bops him on the forehead. <laughs> like, all yep. right, time to get noodles. He is all not right. picking the correct targets. All of his targets <laughs> so far do not catch on fire. <laughs> like it's it's clearly an issue of he's he's got a type disadvantage, is clearly what's going on here. <laughs> type disadvantage. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. It's like it makes you think how strong really is Saitama, just because like at that point when he bobbed him on his head, he was he, he cocked back his arm ready to punch him like full force because Genos wanted him to go all out. And you just see in kanji death. And then just like he he stops and just like a air just blows by him. Then you look behind Genos and like everything that was back there is just gone. It's all gone. Yeah, giant fake out punch just destroys the canyon they were in. That whole scene is was actually like that. I saw that clip. Like before I even like watch the series, it is just mm -hmm. so such like an iconic fight. I just love that whole scene. That whole scene is just animated so well. It is it's probably the one of the prettiest fights in the whole series, besides maybe the final one. Yeah. Which has 
maybe some just wilder scenarios in it. <laughs> but um, I, I did like after after they are done with that fight scene, they go and get spicy noodles and they take the the spicy noodle challenge, which I think the I think it's ten thousand dollars or ten thousand yen or one thousand yep. yen. 10,000 yen. Nope, 10,000, you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. To join it, and you can win 50,000 if you finish the bucket. And Saitama mm-hmm. actually fails the food challenge, and Genos does it no problem, which I thought was kind of nice to at least have, mm-hmm. t- t- you know, to have Genos be better at something. Which, again, Genos is good at specific things that Saitama is not. He's just <laughs> not, he's trying to do what Saitama can already do for him. <laughs> he needs to, you know, he needs to find meltable targets or spicy yeah. targets. You out camping, you need a fire, boom, Geno's got you. Just find he find a target you. with some dried skin. Find a play monster, a dryad maybe that hasn't been in a rainstorm for a while, okay? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and Jonas is pulled out to talk to one of the other superheroes, but I think all that they end up saying is like, welcome to Ed's rank. Yeah, it's Ami Mask. He uh, he's the top ranked uh, a a ranked hero in uh, he's very involved with the, the hero association for some weird reason. I'm not convinced he's ever done anything. We don't ever see him do anything. It is true. All we hear is what he has done. Exactly. <laughs> He's got that 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 Goro Akechi type, like uh, justice. I will fight for justice, even <laughs> if my justice is objectively evil. I will fight for justice. Sweet mask. Yeah, he's he's very popular. He's like an idol type actor guy dude who's also just happens to be a hero. It it seems like the hero party doesn't even care much about. He seems to care much more about being a celebrity at this point. Hmm. During the day, he cares about being a, a celebrity and whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say at night he cares about being a hero because I don't know. It's whenever anyone gets ranked up, like he has to be involved. I'm like, why? Tell me why, Omni Mask. Why? <laughs> it's like Saitama yeah. can literally just flick you, <laughs> flick you like a burger, or like booger off his hand, like a burger. Flip you like a burger, like a burger. <laughs> Don't play rock, paper, scissors with them, okay? Oh, man. After Omni Mask, uh, Om- Omni Mask leaves him, then uh, all these girls are like, Oh, Janos, you're friends with Omni Mask. Leave me. And Saitama is just, just all jealous. He just wants to be a, has a fan club. That brings us to episode six. Yes. Episode six. The terrifying city. We find out that Genos is is staying with Saitama and he, he, Saitama wasn't expecting this. And uh, oh, there was, there was something that he said. I don't. Yeah. He can't think of anything inspirational to say. Yeah. He was trying to think of, cause Genos is just sitting there taking notes and he's of what Saitama is doing. Like the way, like, I love the picture that he, it shows in this notebook is of him just like lying there holding like a drink or something, eating food. And it's just like, this is what he does to get stronger. <laughs> he's, he's like making sure he's noting everything Saitama does. We find out at this point that, uh, Class C heroes, they have to meet a quota every week to stay a hero it, it itself because there's so many C class heroes that this is how they weed them out is if you're not doing anything for the community or doing it for humanity, then why are you a hero? So 
Uh, Saitama literally just like rushes, gets dressed and everything because he has two days until the end of the week because it's I believe it's every week. I think it's once a week. Yeah. uh, Genos wants guidance and Saitama told him uh, while he's gone uh, to train his mind and aim for top 10 in S rank. Saitama is just making this all up (laughs) as he's looking like a manga or something. Yeah, he's just like, I just want to give him something to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give him a goal to focus on. And literally Saitama's running through the whole city and it's just it's the quietest day. And the, the one thing that I love that he said, which honestly, I kind of want to use for my my real life scenarios, where it's just like leave leave problems for tomorrow to the tomorrow you or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, don't worry about, you know, what you can't control today. Just worry about it tomorrow. So inspirational. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I'm literally just like, I. I'm not going to. Why am I going to be stressed out about this today? I'll just be stressed about it tomorrow. It's perfect. And then tomorrow comes and you just stress about it the day after. <laughs> like oh tomorrow is the day that never comes. That's the best part about it. <laughs> so Saitama goes out and he uh he runs into he can't remember his name, uh Speed of Sound Sonic, but he's thinking seat on the ground, lost and found, Jack Lantern Panic. <laughs> Jack Lantern Panic. <laughs> uh Jack Lantern Panic. So good. You can't remember him. And he's like, stop bugging me. I'm looking for somebody to fight. Or- <laughs> looking for villains, okay? Then uh, at that point, I, b- I believe Tang Top Tiger, uh, a-, a buff like uh, Tang, to- Tang Top wearing hero that like his hair and his, eye- his eyebrows are like l- white and black like a tiger. And uh, someone was complaining <laughs> that Saitama is running around with a, a look on his face, scaring everyone because he's just trying to find something to do before the end of the week happens. <laughs> and the tank top tiger ends up, uh, get, get, get him and so- speed of sound Sonic get into a fight and speed of sound Sonic wins, you know, this <laughs> tank top tiger got no, got nothing. And then Sonic was just like, I just want, I want, want to fight you. <gasps> oh, we didn't even get, the first when when uh, they he sees Speed of Sound Sonic, he was trying to give him the fight. Uh, he goes for a swing with his sword and he bites the sword. I'm just like, bro, I forgot the bite. That was amazing. That's right, he bites it. The bite. It's so such an aggressive bite too. <laughs> He's just like, not today. Saitama's actually mad. He was just so annoyed that he he literally bit through his sword. And I was just like, bro. And now the speed of sound sounds like, oh, what? The only way for me to get you to fight is like destroying buildings and stuff. And and that's that's what happened. So (laughs) this is what he does. He starts throwing around buildings and Saitama starts getting people out of the way of all the buildings. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's like, saves a little kid. He saves the kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely another little kid. That's at least two little kids. And I think people come to stop him because they had reports of a bad guy and they say, there he is. There's the bad guy. So Tom was like, hey, they think you're a bad guy. <laughs> it's Sonic, they think you're a bad guy. What's up with that? It's like, I got to get out of here and go find some bad guys to beat. He's like desperately trying to prove that he's worth Saitama's time. <laughs> oh, man. This, Saitama realizes that Sonic is a bad guy. He just knocks him out. This, boom. That's just quota. <laughs> stop. There you go. One shot. Then we get introduced to uh, 
<laughs> a little green haired girl, but which is not really a girl, but she's, you know, not a really not really a girl, like a little girl. Uh, Tornado is an S ranked hero, and apparently she's super strong. We don't find out till later what her powers actually are, but she uses psychic abilities to like do stuff like fling rocks and things of that nature. And she's just sitting around waiting for, for something to happen. And uh, she's just so she's a bored and they sent two heroes to check out uh, city Z uh, where apparently is where all the bad stuff happens. I don't know. That's why Saitama lives there. Who knows? Well, I mean, I think we, he, we wants to beat monsters. I think that's half the reason why he stays there then at that point, but they, they send two class a heroes to investigate the uh the city and uh tornado's upset that she didn't she didn't go and uh they're trying to explain to her that you know it's nothing that you need to worry about you're an s-class hero hello just do s-class hero stuff why can't you be more like watchdog man (laughs) like watchdog man (laughs) i don't know what his powers are they never show them but he's just a dude who has a a furry costume on watchdog man is a great sense of smell. Oh, yeah. It, whereas in a later scene, when they're all sitting around the table and getting introduced to all the other S-Class heroes, he goes, someone farted. <laughs> yes. You'll find out more about him in season two. There's also Horse Horsebone. Horsebone also exists. Who We get like just a glimpse of as well, and he's just like a guy with a horse head on or something. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're introduced to Spring Mustachio and Golden Ball. Golden Ball. Oh my god. <laughs> Apparently they have a proximity alarm around their apartment in City Z because Genos hears the proximity alarm go off after Spring Mustachio and Golden Ball walk walk by the front of their building. And then they, they just walk past because they're they're on their way to go find the monster. That is apparently wreaking havoc in City Z. Some weird seaweed looking monster. And I don't even know if we ever got a name except for the, the seaweed monster just end up calling just calling him or herself like the the, the ghost town monster. Mm-hmm. But it's just yeah. we never really got a name for this this creature of sorts. <laughs> There's a, I'll be famous as the monster that is in the place where nobody lives. Mm-hmm. And then later they're like, wait, that don't <laughs> that don't work. Then <laughs> how are you gonna be famous? Hello? <laughs> he <laughs> takes out golden ball i think he just smacks him against the uh against a wall and then spring mustachio goes in with his corkscrew tomboy thrust <laughs> do you remember the noises he made too in my notes i i just have the fencing noises equal little 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 i do i have i've <laughs> And it goes on for like three lines. He said it a lot. <laughs> it's it sounds it it doesn't sound well, it didn't sound weird to me because I'm just too used to like I've watched so much of JoJo. Oh god. And literally they're just screaming half the time, aura, 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 aura. And it's just like hearing that was just like I didn't write it down. Like I'm, I was so used to it. <laughs> it's it's expected. It's expected to be. Uh, Speaking of JoJo, man. like Carnage Kabuto, back to him. He he would totally fit in in JoJo. Like he would just oh, exist yeah. in JoJo, like as is. I can see him doing the JoJo poses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh. So uh, Spring Mustachio and Golden Ball both get beaten up, and the ghost town monster decides. Actually, I should go someplace where there are people. 
<laughs> and as they're about to leave, Saitama's coming home from the supermarket with a leak. Mm-hmm. But he forgot to buy soup stock. Oh no, I forgot to buy I forgot to buy seaweed at the store. <laughs> see? People on the podcast can't see this, but Oh my god. Uh, I have a little pop of Saitama and he's holding That's amazing. That is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a little Funko pop of Saitama with the leak. <laughs> oh man, I I'm I love this show so much. It was to the point where I bought one so I can open up and one I just have it still in the box. And we we kind of get more of that um sort of um that pacing style where when Saitama enters the equation, the fight just is done and over with because they don't even bother us showing us him fighting the seaweed monster. He he just is cooking seaweed a moment later. Mhm. <laughs> And he's like, supermarket? Yep. Supermarket? Yeah. Now I'm just like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> then he just he pans outside of the <laughs> pans outside the door and you just see you just see like that that brownish seaweed. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> does that even taste good? <laughs> does that taste Does that taste good? It's from a monster. Hello, hello, hello to my favorite listener. I'm your audio engineer, Shark Wellington, and you've made it to the halfway point of the episode. Stretch a little and take a sip. You've earned it. And while we're being productive, if you could leave a rating and review on this podcast, it would help us so much to get the word out. Episode one got so much love and it blew us all away. If you would like to say hello to your favorite senpai, all three of us stream on Twitch and you can find those links in the episode description. Episodes drop on the first Friday of every month, so be ready for the next episode on the 4th of June at noon Eastern. We'll be talking about the promised Neverland, but before then, let's get back into One Punch Man Season 1. Episode seven, the ultimate disciple. Oh my god, yes! Or the the big meteor is going to be hitting, uh, going to be hitting <laughs> City Z, which is it's just so confusing because they say city, city Z had no one staying there, but then they like, oh, there's half, there's half the city people are staying there, and half there's not. I was like, what is it? <laughs> Make up your mind. Which is it? Yeah. Which is it? <laughs> Please. They're definitely cursed at this mm -hmm. point. <laughs> in the entire world a meteor is about to fall on city z specifically yeah <laughs> and people actually don't even seem that concerned just for the fact they're 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 not really concerned until they're like well actually this could also affect the other cities too <laughs> all the all the all the s-rank heroes aren't that interested mm -hmm. um uh, th they become a little more interested when they hear that the destruction will also spread to some of the nearby cities. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. nobody cares at all. No, like this is kind of the first time we get a glimpse into like how selfish the heroes kind of are that they just don't even feel like going. Yeah, like all like 15 of them got called and like 
only two showed up. It's like Genos and yeah. yes, yes, Silver Fang, Silver Fang, the martial artist who is like, what is he gonna do against a giant <laughs> meteor? He just showed yeah. up, and the only reason he showed up is because his dojo is in City Z that's been like maintained for generations. <laughs> like I just figured I'd show up. I don't know. Can't really do anything. Ba- basically, he tells Genos, we're screwed, mm-hmm. so leave. Yeah. But he wants to try to use his fancy new arms on the meteor. Mm-hmm. Then uh, G- Genos and uh, and Silver Fang go, go down to where, at, at the city, and, uh, you know, about to help take out, take out this, this meteor. Then they meet uh, Metal Knight, that which I get, I think the name is Bo- Bofo? Is the actual ca- guy who is controlling Bofoy? In my notes, it's Bofoy. Bofoy, yep. That actually controls Metal Knight. He's not even there. No, he's not even there, and he's not even there to to save save the save the city. He just wants the material from the meteor, and he, and he wants to try out his big new missiles. Yeah, so he just shoots like a, just a bunch of missiles at this meteor and literally does nothing. <laughs> and Genos is in his mind is just calculating. He's like, "Oh, do I have time to do this? There's 33 seconds till impact. And Gen- it takes me five seconds to recharge." Then Silverfang is like, "Listen, bro, you're overthinking it. Calm down, chill." <laughs> I have specifically noted the quote. I I know what quote you're gonna say. You are far too young to worry about failure. Muddling through is best. What you do won't change the outcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So he's like, yeah, okay. Literally takes the core <laughs> out of his chest, plugs it into his arm, just psh, a giant like inferno, inferno just comes out of his hand. And then Silver Fang just goes, I think the meteor is pushing back. And Genos is like, really? He goes, nope, that's just my imagination. <laughs> you stupid old fool. Uh, oh, I'm just dying. <laughs> type disadvantage type disadvantage <laughs> the meteor is already on fire come on <laughs> the meteor is already on fire <laughs> it is fire and ground type what are you doing <laughs> come on man <laughs> I I didn't put this connection together until like you guys are talking about type advantage it's like it just makes so much sense <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, oh, Genos is just a cyborg. He can't, he just can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> he just can't do it. Uh, <laughs> he just can't do it. As the Thomas shows up, it just blows up the meteor. He don't care. He just shows up. He just yeah. rolls in, <laughs> just jumps into the meteor and punches it. Good work. Teamwork. Yeah, he was like, what threat level was that? And he can't remember what the threat levels mean. <laughs> Once he punches the the meteor, it end up still destroying, not destroying the whole city, but still caused a lot of damage to to City Z, and uh, and, and I love how. So I forgot who quoted. I think it was the it was I don't know if it was the news news uh people or no Saitama did. He goes, no one died, so it was a win. <laughs> so it's a win. No one died. Who cares about the destruction? Hmm. Uh, people are making Saitama out to being a real bad guy because he caused the destruction of the city, even though if you didn't do anything about it, people would have died. No one died. It's So it's yeah. a win. <laughs> well, t- Tank Top Tiger, who we had run into uh, the last episode, I believe, came back with his big brother, Tank Top Black Hole, which... <laughs> 
<laughs> I I don't follow. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> I don't. I forgot what the I direct d- quote was, but he's like he can he can crush things with his hand with like a, a certain like amount of pressure. I don't. I I have it twenty eight hundred psi. <laughs> I have no idea how much that is. I think that's a lot. I feel like we have to we have to go back to watching like those old YouTube videos where they're just crushing stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I googled it, and here's our answer: <laughs> is twenty eight hundred psi is one point nine e to the seventh pascals. So that's if if you're wondering, that's how many that is in pascals. <laughs> I believe in this episode too. We do end up finding out what the different uh, uh, the the different levels. Uh, Tiger was a massive loss of life. Demon was a halt uh, uh, halt the function of the entire city or, or destruction of a city. Uh, dragon is destruction of multiple cities. Then God threatens human extinction. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that SCP thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so black hole tiger and tank top tiger, they're like, well, this guy's not gonna, this guy doesn't care about getting in a fight. And so they think, oh, we're going to ruin his reputation instead. So they start doing a big mm-hmm. grandstanding speech about how much of a jerk he is for, uh, punching the meteor and causing it to shatter stuff somehow totally disintegrating it, which is a weird kind of, like, they kind of keep doing that mm-hmm. a few different times in the series where there was no way to totally eliminate you know, like destruction and some, for some mm-hmm. reason, the heroes are meant to just totally vanish the threat somehow. Yeah. Which. <laughs> they, they, and then, yeah, they do a lot to like minimize Saitama's like just help in general. Like exactly. Like, well, <laughs> I do remember. Um, so <laughs> uh, he does he punch black hole, I think, or or no, he 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 he, he knocks out tank top tiger. And grabs mm-hmm. Black Hole's hand, I think, and squeezes it. Yep. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's just yelling at random passerby. Anybody got a problem? And one guy's like, you know, my house is gone. He's like, tell it to the meteor, jackass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> L- literally, uh, the Black Hole's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I lied about it. And Saitama just like, no, I smashed this me- smashed the meteor. You got a problem? To me, uh, talk to me. Then, then some guys. I, th- I think he said uh, I put down something about his new car, and then Saitama just. I don't care about. I don't care about your new car. Talk. Tell that to the meteor. <laughs> I don't. I don't do this for your approval. I do it because I want. I want to. You baldies. And then someone just says, <laughs> "But you're bald," and just uh, he just screams, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> I just love he calls them you baldies. He insults other people by saying that they're bald, but he is in fact bald. True. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so, but Hey, you know, whatever works. And Genos literally just told Saitama, listen, this is it. We should, we should go home. And then Saitama's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go home. And that's it. That's the end of that episode. And this is kind of like the start of like you 
you know it's not even like the start but you notice like even at the beginning like saitama does x y and z and no one knows who he is and knows what he was doing and then once people finally see like oh saitama punched this giant meteor but it, everyone's thinking oh no he's a c-class hero he's just taking credit for what the s-class heroes were doing and it's just like Saitama's going down this road of like, you know, he's doing all this stuff and he's just not, he has to get used to not getting the recognition for it. Yeah, I suppose so. But just what gets me is I really don't know how you could fake these things that they say he is faking. How do you, how do you just fake destroying yeah. a meteor? Yeah. Carefully, very carefully. <laughs> a lot of moving parts, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And one of, one of my, I, there's, there's so many parts with this anime I love a lot. When the the next episode, episode eight, the Deep Sea King, like this this was like another like like bad guy that was hyped up because like in the beginning of the episode there was like an octopus monster and he's just like oh we're gonna take over the land with you know in the name of the sea the Deep Sea King and uh, Saitama just shows up just go Pop. yeah <laughs> one punch the Deep Sea King. Was had to have been somewhat inspired by Cthulhu. Oh, 100%. Like, he looks has so to, much like to. Cthulhu in a robe from the clan of sea folk. <laughs> and we we see uh Saitama come up to him, and then it cuts to Bicycle Man. He Moomin is Rider. back. Best girl returns. He didn't make it in time. Moomin Rider is back. He didn't make it in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the deep sea king is already <laughs> severed from his bottom half. All we see is his legs. Or or no, no, that's not the deep sea king. That's just one of his, his dudes. One of the sea folk. Yeah, it's one of his minions. And there's there's this goes back to like how we were saying there's so many monsters and not a lot of there's not a lot of heroes, but there there is, but we don't see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But we see more monsters with yeah. no names. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I, I don't I I I I agree with what you're saying. I think he was definitely like a Cthulhu type of looking guy. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're, we're introduced to Stinger, class A rank 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his thing is, he's just very good with his spear that kind of looks like it has like a conch shell on it. Yeah. I, I think it's, I don't know. I didn't write down what it was made out of because he said it at some point. I think it's like supposed to be like a bamboo shoot or something. Yeah. 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 I knew, I knew it was bamboo. I just didn't know like, how in the heck can you... <laughs> Unless it's some thick bamboo <laughs> stick that you you carved or something, man. But just that top of the the stick, how'd you how'd you do that? That is when we get to meet the deep sea king, mm-hmm. who is a fascinating study in character design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty great. He's basically a giant muscular sea clown. I <laughs> yeah, and he I think like the the little little. The little pink things on his cheek, wasn't it hearts? Yeah. He on his nipples. Or oh God. where his nipples would his, go. Okay, it was his nipples. horrifying. Actually, I don't think he had <laughs> nipples. I think he just had hearts where they would be. <laughs> horrifying. And and uh I think Stinger is having a really poor time against the Deep Sea King. I I think I think the Deep Sea King actually kills Stinger. Yeah. I don't know. Stinger never shows he's, up again. He's still alive. He shows up later he, but yeah. he does show up again and uh yeah he, they yeah. always kind of make it seem like they should have died but then they're like no actually i was just unconscious it's fine mm-hmm. uh purry 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 prisoner shows up on the scene class s hero 
he has this blue stubble and he's perfect uh he he went, he went to prisoner because he could not resist attacking beautiful men which <laughs> i had a weird feeling that time up was going to like this guy a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's say oh damn he he a snack though <laughs> uh yeah so purry purry prisoner is fighting the deep sea king um speed of sound sonic shows up and just thinks mentally oh well i could beat both of these guys so i'll just sit back mm -hmm. and beat the one that wins which i think is lame i think I think secretly Speed of Sound Sonic is a very lame character. I think he's just thinking he's cooler than he is. I think I think that's exactly what he's supposed to be. Well, his name is Sonic, so he has to be really cool and edgy. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get introduced for the very first time the angel style of Puri Puri Prisoner, which is basically... He, he does oh the Sailor God. Moon transformation. Sailor Moon transformation, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he flexes. He flexes, uh, and he accidentally rips open the sweatshirt that I think he said his love, his boyfriend made his for him. His boyfriend yes. made him. Um, and then he says, "Oh, now I'm going into angel style, which is basically going naked." He just like removes all his clothes. He's just nude. This is where we get most of our pre pre prisoners. Most of the butt yes. shots in this <laughs> anime. Literally, when I first saw this episode, I was like, "Oh, wait, is he going to turn to like some kind of like sailor? Like he's going to have some Sailor Moon outfit?" Because it literally was like a like a, a not a, a like a rip of Sailor Moon. It's like, nope, he's just straight up naked. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> he fights. He fights. He busts out his angel style, where he just like grows wings <laughs> or something. It's like some glowing wings and this is like Angel Rush. I think it was the attack that he called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he made the mistake of uh, the, the Deep Sea King says each separate attack must be delivered with intent to kill. And then I think I think he says like this and then he punches him and yep. <laughs> puts him out of commission for the episode. He's just done. I think. Yep, for the rest of the episode, for sure. Oh, I do remember, though, I do remember in the fight also, uh, he bites off the Deep Sea King's tongue thing? It was like a lamprey eel tongue in his mouth. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. He did. Yeah, it was, it was like something for, like from the alien, yeah. like the movie Alien, where it's like, it comes out of his mouth mm -hmm. with a little, like... Which is a little bit of a theme, because I think he bites stuff later, too. So one of his moves is to bite. He just bites. He's bitey. What can you say? And then the return. You you love him. He bicycles. That's right. The Moomin Rider is back and he is respecting the red light. He really does respect it. We get a scene where we get a scene where he's just sitting there at a red light waiting for it to change. <laughs> I I don't want to kill the momentum, but we 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 missed a, another butt <laughs> shot with Oh, that's with right. Uh, speed of sound sonic versus the Sea King. I forget why. Because he was fighting with them back and forth, and as like this, the Sea King was like slicing him. Because at this point, it starts to rain, and and the sea, the deep Sea King, uh, gets. I don't want. He he gets kind of like a. I, I'm gonna say this reference, but I don't know if you guys will understand it. But it's like a a, a Zorban from like DBZ, where he could turn. He, he's like a handsome mm -hmm. young man, and he turns into like this ugly <laughs> monster, but is super dumb strong, <laughs> and it's just like. 
he's so much faster when he's in water and since it's raining like he like he got so much stronger and he was like slashing at him and it was i guess just ripping off his clothes and then uh sonic was just like all right i'm gonna come back with my weapons yeah and he literally just like pieces yeah. out uh well i have decided i want to kill you with my weapons now so i will go get them go get my weapons yep <laughs> yep and then and then we get to see moomin rider respecting the red light for a glorious 10 or 15 seconds i literally put down just moon and rider stops at a red light like that man god bless him. so much respect <laughs> so much respect for the law I love bicycles, but sometimes bicyclers, bicycling people in the city, they pick and choose whether or not they're a pedestrian or a vehicle. Bro. They will, they will ride on the road, and then the red light comes, and then they just get on the sidewalk. Bro, don't even get me started. I will go. Can't have it all. I will go Wait. off. <laughs> but we'll tell you what moon and rider he respects moon rider he he single-handedly saves the 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 <laughs> image of the bicyclist <laughs> the image of bicyclers as okay can someone help me connect the dots i have a quote that just says who was that person so sonic is nude and, I, and he's leaving the city that's right and he runs past <laughs> saitama moon rider and saitama saitama's on the back pegs like <laughs> has his hands on Moomin's shoulders. He's like, should I maybe just run? And he's like, no, I've got this. Sonic is out. <laughs> and then Saitama turns around and goes, who was that pervert? And Moomin is like, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then Allback Man arrives on the scene. I think he's like a B class or maybe C class. Mm -hmm. He's being held in the steel dome with all the other civilians of the area. Yes. Um, there's like a smattering. I think they say there's like an S or no, there might be like two A classes, a B class and a C class. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think. And they all decide, well, we're just, we're going to go for, we're going to try to beat them ourselves, which doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all bag man pees himself, which is, I put that in my notes. Same. He's, yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he, he does that fight with, with wet pants. And I respect that. You know, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do, though. Uh, Saitama and uh, Moomin Rider end up parting ways. Moomin Rider gets a call to go one direction, and Saitama goes the other. I can't remember the specifics. They split up somehow. It's because of the uh, speed of Sonic was running past him naked, and he was like, "Well, let me go check out this 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 weirdo. Why is he running around naked?" <laughs> right, and then um, Moomin Rider gets a call on his cell phone that he answers. And Saitama answers his phone because Moomin dropped it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Moomin Rider just threw his cell phone on the ground, which I I was very <laughs> sure to put in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> he just threw his cell phone on the ground. What? Question mark. <laughs> Listen, in Japan, those flip phones are like the smartest phones you'll ever get. And they're probably maybe the cheapest. I don't maybe he's just like, oh, with my next hero paycheck, I'll just get another one. <laughs> He throws his cell phone on the ground and goes in a stand-up pedaling mode. Which Oh my god. Which is where he stands up while he's pedaling. That's right. <laughs> but super heroically, of course. Very important. So Saitama answers his phone and they're all like, Where the hell is Moomin Rider? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? He, he has he has like a very highly detailed shot of him in the rain answering the cell phone. He's like, Moshi Mosh. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very artistic. Uh, then that's pretty. That, that ends episode eight. 
And we go into, we go into episode nine, the unyielding justice. This, this, this is like, oh my God, really good episode. Gen Genos pops in. He's like, you know, you, you defeat all these heroes, you know, let me, let me take you on. And I, I think it, I don't, I don't remember if he has his new arms or not. I keep <laughs> let's note, let's note the type disadvantage right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Water and fire. <laughs> Genos pushes his little suitcase, gets his arms on his arms, and then <laughs> uh, the I guess the the seek as Genos was like I don't remember if he th was throwing a blast, but the seek and uh, the the deep sea king falls off, and Genos is like, yeah, I did it, and he comes out of nowhere, just rips off his arm. And I'm just like, bro, bro, now it's coming together. Type disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh. Yeah, uh, he's uh, the Sea King's already taken out all those uh, other heroes that were there before, so they're out of the picture. It's just Genos trying to save all these people that are there, and the Sea King kind of takes advantage of that. He like spits acid at a little girl. So that's like four times so far, at least I can remember. <laughs> the little, like, yeah, there's another small child safe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Genos uh, uses his body to block it, but it like burns all, all of his like skin off, which yeah. would be a bit more horrifying if he weren't mostly a robot. So, but it's it's still pretty brutal. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially it's in front of that little girl for for robot parts. It's pretty savage. Like <laughs> it's like, dude, you just totally scarred that little girl. Mm -hmm. Oh man, he just like falls apart right in front of her, and he's just like half a body left. <laughs> literally gets kicked out into the into the rain and uh th this is when moomin rider joins the fight with justice moomin rider moomin rider with justice crash this <laughs> is simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking and inspiring like at the same time bro at the same time <laughs> this is it's so good. this is most of the episode this scene is, is amazing moomin rider Doing, <laughs> I can do this all day. <laughs> little Captain America routine. Yeah, he does do the I can do this all day. <laughs> he's just, uh, <laughs> he's like throwing his bike at him. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's his move. It's, he throws a punch. He throws his fucking bike at the at the Sea King. He throws a punch at the Sea King, and he grabs his hand oh. and starts whacking him up and down. Yes. Oh, and I was so afraid that he lost his arm. Oh, yeah. He like his sleeve rips off. And I was like, did he yep. just lose his arm? <laughs> no, his sleeve just ripped off. Uh, <laughs> Poor movement rider. Said in my notes, I, it says, oh, God, the handshake of death. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the people in the audience start telling him, you can do it, movement rider. Gambate, which in Japanese is like, you can do it. Yeah. And I love that. I know that. So they're all young. Gambate. <laughs> <laughs> he gives like this whole speech about like literally goes, I know no one expects much from me and I know better than anyone else how useless a C-class hero is. I know I'm too weak for even for B-class. I know even more than anyone else that I'll ever that I'll ever beat you, but I'll never beat you. But I'm just I must fight anyways. I'm 
only one left. I'm not winning or losing. I'm just here standing here and facing you. It's like, bro, I got like so many chills. Like I, I teared up a little bit. I'm just like, dude, Moomin Rider, you are the waifu. Moomin Rider is waifu. Moomin Rider is best girl. That is probably about the best speech I've ever seen given five seconds before he left orbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like literally five seconds later, punch. I'm like, oh. But I will. I was going to say Moomin Rider must be protected at all costs, but it's too late for that. <laughs> but I will say, I love how like as he falls back, Saitama shows up, catches his, our waifu, our best girl, and says he's, he's proud of him. You know what I mean? You, 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 it was a nice fight. You should be proud of yourself. He says that was a good fight, and that was the sweetest moment. It was adorable. Oh, just cementing the best girl status. <laughs> and then, obviously, since since Saitama is now here, the story is essentially wrapped up. <laughs> it's pretty much the pattern. <laughs> the story is pretty much over once Saitama gets to the location. Yep. Sea King starts monologuing, and Saitama says, "I don't care. Please stop." <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. He punches out the Sea King's eyeballs, which mm -hmm. is at least, I think, the third eyeball <laughs> instance. Yep. For those keeping track. The crowd starts screaming, cheering for Saitama. And, you know, the one thing that I, I like, I, I, I'm confused at this point in time of what Saitama is trying to go for. Right. Because he's like, he's gloating like, oh, you know, I'm so happy that I got here when I did these other heroes weaken this dude. And then like he turns around and tells him, make sure you tell him I defeated them. So I'm just like, bro, <laughs> you want the credit yeah. or you don't want the credit. You can't have it both ways. There's, a, there's some like neck beard scrub in the in the audience. Oh it's like God. he beat him in one punch. He couldn't have been that strong. All those other heroes were just super weak. What a, what a, what a failure. We're paying for this protection. He like moved the goal posts. Really did. Moved the goal posts on him. He was like, well, clearly they, they loosened him up for you. <laughs> I have in my notes, oh man, Saitama is building a shitty reputation on purpose. What the fuck? He's the hero we need, but not the one we deserve. True. <laughs> I, I think True. I think it was that um he he felt bad that the random guy in the audience was making the other heroes look bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he thought to himself, I don't have much of a reputation yet, so I'll just take a hit on this. But he he, he really kind of laid it on a little, almost like a heel mm -hmm. in like pro wrestling. He did. You know, like he was being a bad guy on purpose. He did. But that's what just that's why like I got confused and I'm just like. Like, yeah, he, he like I get like he's trying to make it so that way the heroes don't look bad. But then but the maybe because I haven't watched wrestling in forever, but it's just like but then like he does turn around and he's like, oh, you know, make sure I tell him I did this. No one else did. I did it. So I, I guess yeah. now that, after you say it like that, now I get it where it's just like it's exactly it's it's like the, the, the chicken shit heel that like has a bunch of lackeys beat up, beat mm -hmm. up a guy. And then he stands on top and goes, I did this all by myself. <laughs> like, that's what he's trying to. To, to emulate almost but like not really then they show like a frame by frame like later on like the hero association people are like showing like what actually happened in this fight and in the span of like two frames like <laughs> Saitama's just standing there to like all of the organs of the deep sea king flying out of his back <laughs> it's just like oh my god the frame by frame is insane so the so they reluctantly decide maybe it is time for him to move up to b class <laughs> he, 
they finally think he's he's worthy of getting out of C class. I guess I feel bad for Puri Puri because like in the newspaper it says S class hero failure. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, S class failure. I forgot about that part. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a little bit where um, Puri Puri prisoner is trying to give those two other guys shots i'm just what was in that shot i just want to know <laughs> he just wants to inject them that's all you need to know I okay just... that's the that's the i was just it's the beginning middle and end of that story <laughs> <laughs> i think he's... these guys act more like almost like professional sports players than like heroes mm-hmm. yeah they're all like they're all deeply flawed people and not even in like the kind of complicated flaws. Like they're just, they're just playing flat out. This guy is, has some moral hangups, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we have a date. Yes. yes. This is the best part. A date between Saitama and Moomin Rider. Mm-hmm. Saitama's coming back from his, uh, his interview to rank up to class B mm-hmm. and he smells some delicious noodles. Oh, <laughs> He sits down at the noodle store. I <laughs> 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 explain it. <laughs> keep, keep, keep softly, more sensually. Get up close to the mic. I need, I need, I need this. Uh, and like uh, uh, what Moomin Rider says, uh, I'll buy you a drink, or if you're not drinking, I'll buy you noodles. Which actually does kind of sound yeah, like a date, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, but he's just the coolest dude. Moonrider is best girl. Yeah, Saitama actually takes a moment to like remember him, but actually, like on reflection, I think it actually kind of was cool that Saitama mm-hmm. remembered him because Saitama does not remember mm-hmm. very many people. No, so that was I. I was happy. I wish there was more Moon Rider, but I was happy with what we got. I think that's the last he shows up in the series. We see him a couple more times later when he's like riding around through the wreckage and like picking up survivors oh, yes, yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's he's basically he, he's like a, a worker ant mm. almost. Like like he he takes the responsibility mm-hmm. without any objections, and he's just happy to do it. He, they show a conversation that they had while they while he was taking Saitama to the Sea King, um, where Saitama was saying, "Well, the um, quotas are pretty hard for the Class C, aren't they?" And he said, "Are you kidding me? It's it's nothing. I love mm-hmm. doing this." Yeah, he does. He loves to be the hero that the 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 day to day stopping purse snatchings hero. Yeah, getting cats out of a tree. Dude, dude, dude makes me want to like. Dude makes me want to like go and hug a firefighter or something. <laughs> like he would have. To, yeah. <laughs> if he weren't a superhero, he would be like a volunteer firefighter for sure. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. At the end of episode nine, we do find out that uh, this the fortune teller is uh saying that there's going to be like some the earth is doomed and just dies we don't know why until until next episode episode 10 oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the the unparalleled perry peril 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 perry yep say it again oh i'll say it again uh the unparalleled peril but with the episode number number 10 (laughs) the unparalleled peril I can't believe you got that first try. I can't believe it either. Ten out of ten. Good work. We we killed it. <laughs> now we see. Now we actually see the true subterranean king true. that was <laughs> that was sh- shown in uh, or alluded to in like episode two when Saitama was dreaming. 
giant dinosaur man comes out of the earth. Yep, yeah, it, it literally, I don't know why, it just took me a second to realize what you were talking about. I don't know why. Sorry, Because I, I, I have it set as just dinosaur boy. I, I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, no. Are, are you sure he was the subterranean or just the Terranian king? I, I don't, There's so many kings. Who crowned them? I didn't vote for them. There are so many kings. It might have just been Terranian king. I'm, lo- I'm mean, looking through my notes just to make sure. Because he, I remember in the beginning, it it said the the monster was saying like the subtrium king and the deep sea king are gone. The Dino Boy could take over the world now. <laughs> he's like, he's got no qualms about. I wonder what killed them. No, he's <laughs> like, it's my time now. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. While so then, uh, uh tornado. Tornado Girl comes <laughs> comes down to take care of uh, Dinosaur Boy, and I don't know if this is really true or not, but I put it in my notes. I think it's Tun Tunzer. I can't even say it right. Tun Tunzre, whatever the that that uh that type of what like the the angry girl who just like you know gets really angry all the time, but then but th- then it makes no sense because then normally they're like, oh, uh, I actually like this senpai. Oh. So I'm going to take this out of my notes. It's a lie. She's just, <laughs> she is just <sighs> a brat. Tsundere. I will say it. I will speak plainly. She is simply a brat. That is her personality. She's definitely like the Tsundere lowly like trope, just like turned to 11, just cranked all the way up. Turned to 11. <laughs> the most apt line was Saitama when he's meeting everybody and she's being rude to him. And he says, who is this angry lost girl? <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> or the- <laughs> uh, you guys, by the way, you guys are right. He's the the dinosaur man is a member of the Terror Lizard Clan. Oh, the Terror Lizard Clan can now take over. Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, and Tornado um, just kind of beats him easily. She meteors him with a meteor. Yes, <laughs> he says like it'll take a meteor to defeat me, and she's like, okay. <laughs> To drop some meat that can be arranged. <laughs> I just like how this episode we got to see what she can, what she could do. Because the past when we saw her, she's just talking shit, and it's just like now we actually could see. Oh, she could walk the, she could talk, walk the walk. Yeah, walk the walk. That's what I want to say. That is that is one thing that's nice about this last arc is we actually get to see that the heroes are competent mm-hmm. and they actually do something mm-hmm. because throughout pretty much the whole series up to this point they've just been all talk or i'm too important for this or i don't feel like it you know we finally get an episode where they're like well better handle this one yep so they're all they're all summoned because that old woman said the earth is in trouble Mm -hmm. and they said this is bad because she has never used the word trouble before also she died not because of her prediction but because she was sucking on a cough drop yes and i was just like she, <laughs> because she said she just, the happened, word, she just, like, she just choked on it <laughs> died <laughs> i'm just like bro it, apparently i forgot what was the number but there, there was a there was numerous like stuff that she predicted and it did come true so mm-hmm. and i guess the hero association they were, were just like oh whatever she's dead type of deal because i guess they've been able to deal with scenarios with or without her but like i don't know i would 
be kind of worried that like you know the one person that's telling us when something bad's gonna happen is dead. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It comes a little bit of a crutch over time, I'm sure. <laughs> I found the quote. <laughs> Of uh, what what Cy Thomas says as as they meet terrible tornado. What's with this sassy lost child? <laughs> <laughs> What's with this sassy lost child? As he turns to Genos and it's like, what the fuck is going on behind me here? What is her problem? <laughs> oh. oh, that is one of the most satisfying parts of the whole series. It's just when people start just ignoring her. It's so good. And she, uh, they're all they're all together and. Uh, we we get a little blurb. I have all of them in a big list. Yeah, we get all of them in a big list, and some of them only show up in the introduction, the yeah. blurb, and and don't really, they really come back. Do. Like <laughs> Pig God only shows up there, and who, there's Zombie Man, Super Alloy Blackluster only shows up there. I flashy think. Flash. I don't think Flashy <laughs> Tank Top Master. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at a list right now, and I'm like, I don't remember these yeah, guys. Zombie man <laughs> uh, doesn't show yeah. up. So uh, the funny yeah. part is with these names, though, the hero names, the hero association gives them these names based on like not even just their appearance or like their 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 attitudes and stuff. It's just like so you hear these like flashy flash. You're just like, bro. Who who was working that day? Who looked at this dude's profile and called him Flashy Flash? <laughs> I like Watchdog. This is this is where we get Watchdog Man saying that somebody farted. And I think we pan over to someone else and he's like, "Man, I hope nobody's noticed that I yes. farted." I can't remember who, but I seem to remember that. <laughs> yeah, and then they were they were talking about they were, they brought them all in to be like, "Hey, listen, in six in any time within six months, there's gonna be an attack. Be ready." And then Saitama just goes out like, oh, it's good. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. Here's here's the thing that we don't end up realizing um, because stuff happens pretty fast after this point. But they were saying you will not be allowed to leave knowing this information. So they were about to hold them prisoner for six months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Six months of prison, basically, if they didn't like want to go help. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's where these names that we don't know who they are. Maybe Flashy Flash and Zombie Man just like, they're just like, okay, I don't care. I'm just chilling here. <laughs> At one point, Silver Fang just says, man, when did the class S superheroes become a bunch of brats? True. That's <laughs> like how you said before, Shark, where it's just like, they decide on what they want to take depending on the threat level. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just wild. I, I think after after they go over and they talked about like they can't leave and all this other stuff. Like the Sky King attacks the Hero Association building. All of a sudden, there's big rumbles. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole building shakes, and then it cuts outside to like, yeah, the, the Sky King. <laughs> Shit. How many? How many kings are there? <laughs> Most of them are probably dead by now. Like, let's <laughs> let's be for real. Uh, and a mysterious monster kills the Sky King and the is four or five other minions. Then it was like big ship, big ship, big ship shows up. Yeah, it's a, a little bit of a fake out because they're building up like the world is in danger and we're about to all be in a lot of trouble. And then they're like, "I am the Sky King. I will, <laughs> I will now rule the world." And then they just get slashed <laughs> in half. <laughs> yep, just gets cut in half instantly. That was, that was a spot on impersonation. And he's like, ah, shoot. <laughs> Foiled again. Yeah. And then, like, Atomic Samurai's, like, what would you call him? Is like, Page is, like, guy who watches his horses is just outside, like, fighting. Yeah. 
I don't even want to say his min like his squire and almost in a sense, right? Squire. squire, yeah. Like he he literally looked like a squire. And this dude, Atomic Samurai, just he looks like a samurai, not like a knight. I'm just so confused. He did. But they they're literally master and disciple kind type of deal. But mm-hmm. he he is Ian, I guess. I A I A N. Yeah. E-I-E-I-N. E-I-N. And on this E-I-N. farm. <laughs> I I put E-I-R-O-N, like Eron. That's what popped up for me. I don't even take his, I don't even take down his, he's just known as Night Guy <laughs> in my. <laughs> and I say, oh, go, Night Guy lost his arm. And then Atomic Samurai rolls out and says, stop bleeding. That's an order. <laughs> I, 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 I was, I put question marks. I'm like, how are you going to tell this man? All right, the, the the path of the sword, you know, I'm saying it's not over for you. Now stop bleeding. <laughs> How are you going to tell this man to stop bleeding? Like, I'll get right on that. Get right on that. So the, the, the guy he's fighting is like this creature that has, I think, like a half dozen heads on it. And they all kind of seem to be talking to each other. They're ginormous. And um, he, he lost his arm just like with, with one one hit. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Oh, okay. So if if he actually lands a hit on your body, that's pretty much lethal, guaranteed." Mm-hmm. The monster's called Melzargard. I, I if I'm saying, yeah, it right. I was just about to say I was gonna try to pronounce that. I think it's I think Mel Melgazard or whatever. I I don't know, man. These names get wild. Okay. Oh yep. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. There's a there's a harder one later. <laughs> oh, but boy. yeah so, so they like upgrade the threat to like god level right i th- I think they just say like this might be god level oh, okay. i don't know if they definitively said it was but they were talking about that and then puri puri prisoner rolls out oh my god yeah with his like out, upgraded man. angel style form <laughs> and he's naked again because of course he is and he jumps into the sky. Now he has black wings. He avenges the beautiful men that have been killed. Yeah, vengeance. That's right. He learned that uh, you know from the Sea King that every individual strike must be thrown with intent to kill. So mm-hmm. now he's the angel of vengeance, and he just unleashes a hail of punches on Melzagard, Melgas, whatever. The gl- the gloopy glob man with a bunch of heads, it had no effect. It was un- it was ineffective. <laughs> this this fight gets like super epic because you get to see literally th- four S class heroes that we don't we don't get to see throughout like pretty much the whole beginning of this show to now where we're getting to like near the the couple at last episodes where we're getting like seeing how Silver Fang fights Metal Bat. He is a close second favorite for me. He's a re- oh my god! He's so good of a dude. Whew! Metal Metal Bat slaps hard. He slaps. Metal Bat's tons of fun. <laughs> Metal Bat ends up in like a fight with like one of the separate heads. That's right. Like um, as they're all fighting, one of the heads is like, "I'm gonna go sound the alarm," and Metal Bat's like, "No, you don't," and he just keeps smacking it like a baseball. <laughs> the head turns into like a bat, like yes. an actual like a flying bat creature. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I don't remember exactly when it happened in this fight, but at some point somebody says, 
physical attacks don't work on this thing. We need something more like fire. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, damn, where's Genos? <laughs> Genos is time to shine, dude. Wow. What? Where is Man, he? This, this leads us into episode 11. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the dominator of the universe. The dominator of the universe. We find out that uh, Melgazard is a can regenerate and i later on we find out why we we meet uh that the the lord boros is the big boss boy he's pulling on up trying to figure out what's taking so long and destroying this destroying the earth <laughs> saitama just like randomly i I, I believe this happened last episode, but it continues on this one where he just jumps up and you see like a giant <laughs> hole of him. Yeah. just like <laughs> He's on top of the, the top of the, the hero association building. And he's just like, oh, he just <laughs> a bunch of bullets come come out at him. And he just like punches them all back and goes inside the ship and just starts destroying <laughs> everything inside the ship. He just goes ape shit inside the ship. He's just on board the ship before anybody else. They're all like, oh man, it's ships in the air. How do we defeat it? And then Saitama's like, I'll just jump, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> I just jump. Then we get to meet the guy with the name. Gary Gary Uganshoop. Gary Uganshoop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll go with that. Uh, and <laughs> he really acts like a weenie. He really does. He's a big weenie. <laughs> he's he like, does. I don't want to have any part of this. <laughs> um, he, he's talking with Boros, the big, um, guy in charge. And he's, and he's like, you take, um, Grorebus with you. And he's like, actually, sir, he's already dead. That's <laughs> he's right. already dead. Because that's who Saitama killed last episode, right? Like, Yeah, when he was inside the ship, it was some yeah. plant-like monster. So he's, he's like, I'll get Melzargagarg back instead. <laughs> it's like, I'm busy. And just, <laughs> I'm busy fighting four ass-class heroes. Hello? <laughs> God. <laughs> I I love the bit... Before we go too far into this episode, the beginning of this episode, where you see like Hammerhead, he's filling out a job application. And I love that. And then you see Jenis so and the cyborg ape just like yep. in an apartment building making food. They're running like a takoyaki stand and just oh, like. Yeah. Like they've all turned their lives around. Saitama's secretly <laughs> even better of a guy than he realized. Helping people. Then you just see Speed of Sound Sonic just sharpening a weapon, just grinning all menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo. God, what a weirdo that guy is. So, yeah, like, uh, I think everybody's starting to get an idea that um, things are pretty grim. Actually, something that we kind of glossed over, in fact, um, is that the city that they're all fighting over, I think it was City A. It is City A. It was mm -hmm. destroyed, like, right when the ship touched down because... Which I didn't catch at first because it almost kind of looked like the ship was just thrusting, you know, mm -hmm. but like it was it would just kind of set fire to the whole city at once and destroyed it. So they're they're like fighting over the debris of City A. Yeah, they said it got like 99.8% destroyed instantly. And then I remember one of the heroes, one of the heroes is like, how come the, 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 the association building didn't break? He's like, oh, because Metal Knight made it with the advanced technology. He's got the super metal. I don't know. <laughs> got that they didn't even metal. say what kind of metal it is. They didn't even give it a fun name. Superium, unobtainium, plot metallium. 
Pl- plutonium. Plutonium. Ooh, that is <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, when when Metal Bat is smashing the the head repeatedly, he discovers how to kill Melgzahard. Melgahard. Someone. <laughs> Melzargard. Melzargard. And uh, there's a little marbles that are inside of him. And you they smush those or hit him with bats or whatever, and that's how you kill. He smashes the marble and the 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 head, the flesh around the head just melts to the ground. You've got glass balls. You gotta go for those. Gotta go for the the, the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go for the balls. There's one place you gotta go. You gotta go for the balls. So um. Atomic Samurai says, oh, okay, then I'll just slash him a million times. And he manages to consistently miss, even though, like, (laughs) he's, like, he's, like, slashing very solidly through every little bit of flesh there is. So I don't know how he's missing, but he he keeps uh, bringing him apart and reconstructing him, but (laughs) they're not getting any of the marbles out. Mm -hmm. It kind of, it kind of just, it kind of becomes this back and forth where they keep, um, destroying his body and then he comes back together they're like why doesn't this work let's try it again <laughs> yeah yep. I love when Saitama's <laughs> running around in the ship and uh, the, I don't know how to say his name I'm just gonna the squid monster boy is just yep. like hey sir uh, you c- please go away and Saitama's just like oh well I don't know how to get out of here he goes oh we'll take a right and he goes oh don't take left no yeah go right and he just grins he goes I'm gonna go left <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to go that way? <laughs> well, then I'm going this way. He comes up to the door and he goes, knock, knock. Oh, it's locked. He just pulls the door, the wall and the door just comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't even mean to do it. Oops. He's like, oops. oopsie doopsie. <laughs> now we see, yeah, we see Squid Boy's like ultimate powers of like gravity and telekinesis and shit. Yep. Just throwing rocks at him. <laughs> he makes an actual black hole. Which I don't know if you could possibly make anything more destructive. I think, like, I don't know how you go beyond a black hole. Literally, everyone that was inside that room was trying to get out once they knew that he was going to do this black hole thing. Saitama's <laughs> literally just standing there, not budging, and everyone's just dying. <laughs> yeah, he just murders everybody in the room. Everybody in the room gets smushed to the ground, and Saitama's just like, well, what's the, what's the big deal? And just sinks like six inches into solid steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, and, and, um... The squid guy throws a bunch of uh, debris from the room. Garyu Ganshoop. I don't know, man. I think I could say this anyway, and nobody would correct me. No, you say it however. Garyu Ganshoop. Yeah, he throws a bunch of debris from the room at him, and he's like, oh, what a shame. You've got these powers, and all you you do is throw rocks. He just takes one of the rocks and blop, throws it right back into his face. Flicks the rock in his face. Yeah, he snipes him with the and rock. That's it. He's dead. I'm just like, man. <laughs> Saitama Savage. And then we finally get to we finally get to Boros, the big guy. Well, first first we see like some other sh- like so like there's a bombardment that happens. And this is where you see like the true full power of the Tsundere Loli. Or she telekinetically stops all the bullets and says you could take these back. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so so the the backstory on like that bombardment, that's what the head was trying to escape to tell them to do. Um, and somehow the message still got to the ship that they wanted the bombardment. Uh, I think they were talk. They they radioed into Guriagansh Gury- <laughs> when when he was like, "Hey, can you please get back up here?" He's like, "I can't. I'm fighting all these dudes. Can you give me a bombardment?" Yeah. And so he's like, "Okay, well, I'll tell the other guy." And there's like this guy who has a basic <laughs> human face, yeah, <laughs> and he's got like eye stalks on the top of his head, <laughs> and he looks so odd because he looks like a guy just in a costume. So strange looking. <laughs> He, he's like, I want to go home. <laughs> can today be over? He's like sitting there, like drinking out of like a solo cup. He's just got like soda and comic books, just like alien comic books. Uh, As he's, yeah, and so they radio in like, um, we need a bombardment. He's like, can I get a confirmation? And like they all start fighting. So he does. He's just sitting there like, well, I mean, I guess I'll send that bombardment. <laughs> I mean, now. they did want it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he sends it down and tornado just flings him right back up mm. <laughs> and and that's what he's like oh i want to go home <laughs> then, then best girl makes another appearance oh yeah moomin rider he comes out of nowhere he and literally is like is there anything i could do to help out and then the guy's just shocked he's like oh you want to help out during this crazy you're just a c ranked hero then my my dude Get, getting into a Humvee with uh with uh Stinger and Lightning Max and Lightning Max, which I feel bad because we didn't talk about him because he got beaten up by uh, the Deep Sea King with his is that's right he did too didn't with he? his like lightning shoes that he puts gunpowder in or something weird like that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, that was such a strange superpower. That just sounds like a more difficult way to do a jetpack. <laughs> In my notes, I described this scene as Stinger, Lightning, Max, and Moomin Rider are the harem we all deserve. True. <laughs> I, I would accept it. They, yeah, they were all very cool dudes. That definitely felt like they were the uh, the the people who were actually heroes, like in mm. their character. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. A lot of a lot of them have like superpowers, but aren't like heroes by the the way that they act. Mm. But I would say that they definitely act like heroes. And so, the, so they head in and they help gather up uh, survivors. Yeah. And I think that brings us to um, Saitama and Boros facing off. The, the S-class heroes on the ground are chipping away at Melzegard's marbles <laughs> when the bombardment gets sent down, but they block it and take his last marble. Then Saitama meets up with, uh, finally sees Boros and finds out he's the leader of the Dark Matter Thieves. And uh, has, has a secret telling. Uh, apparently, we find out that Boros had uh, a secret, like a fortune teller, telling him that uh, that there's a fighter on Earth who will rekindle his fighting spirit because he kind of feels like Saitama, where he's like, "Oh, I'm super duper strong," and it's like, "I got." I mean, what, what's the point? And so he had a fortune teller tell him that you know, go to Earth, you'll get that thrill. It's very much a parallel they that they kind of draw, where they're both bored because they haven't yeah. had a good opponent in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so Boros's story feels very familiar. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's basically dark, dark Saitama, yeah. And Boros, Boros asks him to give stimulation to my existence. To which Saitama punches him into the wall, and. <laughs> 
Uh, for a moment, we're like, oh, is that it? And then his armor falls off, and then Boros is like, oh, by the way, that armor was keeping my power in check. Yeah. So. And this is where we see the meme. <laughs> the meme of okay. Oh, yes. That's the okay meme. Yes, I've seen that face <laughs> so many times. Like his his armor, his armor opens up. And he's like, here comes all my power. And Saitama's just sitting there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just charging up, and you're, you're just still sitting there with that face. Yeah. It's like, he's <laughs> unfazed. I love this one thing that Saitama said though. When after it was like before, I think it was after or before he punched him. Saitama uh, calls him an idiot after he tells him this his uh, his background because he said you can't just attack other planets to live up your boring life to liven up your boring <laughs> life. Telemarketers don't even think of something that dumb. <laughs> and I'm just like, Saitama coming out of nowhere with like real life facts. Savage. Savage. And this guy doesn't even know what a telemarketer is. Which is funny to me because it's almost like that's his very like loose morality. Is mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he, he at least is not so bored that he's decided to do evil True. stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if he just thinks evil would be boring. It doesn't feel like it feels like he knows that evil is wrong, but he doesn't seem to have that many good convictions either. It just kind of, again, seems like he just wants to keep the world in one piece. Yeah. Because I guess you know he lives on that, so yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that 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 pretty much that wraps up episode eleven, mm -hmm. and it goes into episode twelve. Uh, the strongest hero. I I just put a lot of a lot of flashes because it's Saitama versus Boros. Saitama be moonwalking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the first time we see Saitama not beat someone in like one punch, mm -hmm. where he's actually going. Boros is going blow for blow with Saitama and uh and then the fucking uh, OP kicks in and starts playing while they're fighting it is so much fun <laughs> dude I didn't even mention that the OP like I, I put it in my notes in the first episode but like I have that as like on my playlist when I'm working out because it pumps me up so much <laughs> when, when you hear hero and I'm just like yes lift the weights it is a it is a fantastic fight. It, scene. it kicks the hype thrusters into full <laughs> overdrive. You do still kind of get an idea though that like Saitama's not is still like holding back a little because he he never mm -hmm. looks he still has that kind of bored look on his face, you know, while yeah. he's just deflecting a million punches. Boros is like super getting into it. He's like, this guy really makes me want to give it my all. Mm -hmm. Punches him, punches him into the moon. He does he like, uppercuts his ass. What was the attack he used called? He had a name for it. It was like, I, don't um, even remember. I have it, I have it written down because uh, I li literally like one of the things that Saitama says after he punches him one time was like, Oh, you're you're tough, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh internet says collapsing star roaring cannon. Or no, was it super yes. kick? Superkick sent him to the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Superkick sends sends Saitama to the moon. And he's just kind of like, oh. Okay. He chills on the moon for a second and looks up and is like, oh fuck. <laughs> he like he like uses a stone to kind of get an idea of the gravity and the weight. And he's like, okay, all right. Just aims. And then he literally just super jumps <laughs> back down to Earth. Super jumps back down to Earth and makes a giant crater in the moon. <laughs> it takes like a third of the surface <laughs> of the moon. And he just lands back on the ship. Uh, and yeah, and Boris is thinking to himself, like, oh, man. Oh, I had to use just about everything I had for that one. And then Saitama, uh, Saitama just comes right back. <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. 
the thing that blows my mind is when Boros says, uh, oh, "Where is it?" He like he he had, he, uh, he did like a um, meteoric burst puts stress on Boros's body, like aerobic exercises. As a result, yeah, <laughs> he, it shortens his life. I'm like, what? Aerobic exercise does that? Man, good thing. Like, Hello. Good thing I sit inside and play video games, watch anime all day. Fuck. My God. <laughs> It's like it's like aerobic exercise. It shortens my lifespan. And Saitama uses his special power: consecutive normal punches. Oh my god! It explodes the upper half of his body, but he regenerates. Yeah, and then he decides it's time to finish it with a collapsing star roaring cannon, which is his super move. And then Saitama pulls out his killer move: killer move serious series serious punch. Yeah. Serious punch. <laughs> Do you see it literally affect weather patterns across yes! the entire planet? Like all the <laughs> clouds part. Yes. Oh, that was that was an amazing shot. Yeah, they show they show like uh, they zoom out of the globe itself and you see like the cloud formations on the mm -hmm. globe spread out like like the wakes in the ocean or something. Yeah. Which pretty much uh wraps that fight up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boros is Boros like just turns into like a raisin. Uh like almost a skeleton. <laughs> Another raisin. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna turn into a little raisin boy. Uh <laughs> and they they have like a talk with each other. Um Saitama's like, hey, you were pretty tough. And he's and um Boros is like, oh, it wasn't even close, was it? You were still holding back even at the end. Mm -hmm. You were too strong. It made me feel like they were connecting a little bit, even though like he was trying to destroy the planet, mm -hmm. but they were like having a bro moment. Well, yes, I, I felt when he he said you were too strong. Mm -hmm. I felt what he meant by that was you were we were way too unmatched for an interesting fight. Yeah was how I took that statement. You were too strong for this fight to actually be interesting, mm -hmm. which was kind of cool. Like, he kind of suffered the losing side, like, <laughs> oh, man, this wasn't a good fight, was it? <laughs> yeah. I think then at that point, the ship crashes. It, I, it was funny. There was this one the one character. I forgot what his name was. It was uh, Tank Top Master. God, the leader of all the tank mm -hmm. top boys. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to show these guys what, you know, I could throw rocks at the, at the ship to take it down while Tornado's like, all right, get out of the way. I'm going to get all these rocks up and shoot <laughs> at the ship. It's like, you're using telekinesis? I give up. Yep, he just leaves. Oh, man. He's like, I'm done. After the after the whole ship crashes and everything, uh, Ami Mask shows up and pretty much talks shit to all the S-rank heroes saying, you know, you suck. Why Why is half of the city destroyed? And me I love Metal Bat. He just gets into his face and goes, where were you? <laughs> True. Where were you? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he's saying what we're, what we're all thinking. Yeah. He's like, uh, you could have helped then. <laughs> it's like, you're all making me look bad. It's like, well, I mean, you're not even here. So. I was too busy uh, doing my, my model, my, uh, my my drama show. <laughs> uh, Razor Knight uh, also makes a quick aside to Genos to be careful about um, Metal Knight. Yes. He's saying Metal Knight is not your friend or something like that, or mm -hmm. Metal Knight is your enemy. And then Metal Knight uh, shows up and goes in to collect the alien technology to 
make his ro- remote robot suit more powerful and Genos does not trust that. Mm-hmm. I love that Saitama punches his way out of the ship and Genos shows up and so does Tornado. They both walk by her as she's like, what What were you doing inside that ship? You're a B-rank hero, blah, 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 blah. And Geno- Saitama tells Genos to, you know, take care of her. And Genos just calls Tornado a spoiled brat. And Saitama's just in the back, just cheering him on. <laughs> <laughs> and she just swipes, <laughs> yeah. swipes her hands. He's like, yes, like- rock. I'm just egging them on. You're probably not the person to do this. <laughs> Why did Saitama do this to him? Yeah. I, I think that's the one time I've seen him look nervous, though. Oh, yeah. Saitama. <laughs> Saitama mm-hmm. actually looks nervous after he sees Tornado do that. Yeah. He's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> he has to go save, pull Genos out of the rock he's stuck in. And then. And I, believe, I believe that's when um, Silver Fox. Is that it? Silver Fox? Silver Fang. Silver Fang. Silver Fang. <laughs> Silver Fang. That's when Silver Fang says, guys, <laughs> don't fight each other, please. And then he's like, why are you all such brats? Yep. <laughs> and and Amai Mask, a little earlier, he, they found like alien refugees. And he just decides like in front of all the S rank heroes to just slaughter all of them. Yes. Mm, and we and we lose <laughs> and we lose the barrage boy. Barrage boy. <laughs> he. He never got to go home. We barely knew him. That sweet little gem. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that, that's that's when we get like the whole like they they invaded Earth. This is our this is justice. This is my justice. You're like, oh shit, this dude's psychotic. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, Gino's kind of muses to himself. He's like, oh, he reminds me of myself when I was younger. Yeah, before he met Saitama. <laughs> like, and that's that's just wild. And. Uh, mm-hmm. As the episode goes on, the uh, city A is literally wiped off the map. So uh, Metal Knight rebuilds the Hero Association, making like roads and stuff, making it easier to get to other cities so people can can act the things a lot quicker. Heroes can actually live in the Hero Association. So that, and the building that which is dope, which and, uh, which which makes me think that really our infrastructure problem would just be solved by an alien invasion. And then we have to rebuild all the highways Perfect. properly this time. Did this happen in real life? <laughs> uh, and then we get then we get one last little fight after the mm-hmm. credits. There's a crying boy. Oh yeah, there's another crying boy. <laughs> I <laughs> that's at least five that we've counted. Five. Um, I'm pretty sure there was at least one or two more while the yeah. big fight was going on. Oh, I think you're right. There, there was, there was one more in like the last arc that we, that I, that yes. <laughs> uh, Pluton. Oh yeah, king of the underworld. King of the underworld. He's got a pitchfork and a machete, and he's got like a gas mask pig sewn together suit thing. Very interesting. It's, it's actually, I actually kind of like the design. Like it's, it's yeah. interesting, especially for a character that's there for just an after credit mm-hmm. scene. When you see him, you're like, yeah, I can see you being the king of the underworld. For sure. And then, uh, yeah, Geno saves a little kid that the King of the Underworld is about to um, crush. And <laughs> in, in the background, like, Geno's is being inspiring to the little kid. And in the background, the, the giant pig guy just explodes. Just gets blown up. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, there's Saitama. And Saitama gets all mad. It's like, I'm back to one punch again. No. <laughs> and he cries. Yep, he screams in agony. Uh, which is just such a great cap to this season. 
back to one punch again. Ends ends where it started, which is him killing a thing <laughs> in one punch and being sad about it. <laughs> so good. All right, so uh, I don't remember all of you guys' ratings out of 10. I think I gave Bacchino an 8.5. I think Muffin gave a 9.5, and I think Hero mm. gave an 8.5. I gave it a 9. Niner. I think I gave it a, I gave, I uh, didn't, a Bacchino an 8, I think. I think an 8 or a 7, I don't remember. So you definitely did not give it a 7. <laughs> yeah, so okay, I probably gave it an 8 then. <laughs> all right, you know, okay, we're just making up new numbers, all right? <laughs> Whatever, you know, we don't need to know. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't remember giving it a nine. I know that. Um, I am I am tempted to give this anime an eight, which I feel I'm gonna get flack for, but um it's 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 fantastic visually. Um the story is hilarious. I think the thing about it is that um it's very repetitive in the way that a story goes. Um my problem kind of is that you never really feel that nervous because Saitama is just a trump card. Like Saitama is never even close to being beaten. Yeah, for sure. So so that kind of took that kind of took away from the rising action kind of tension for me cuz I always mm-hmm. thought well, I mean Saitama is still here, so <laughs> it's all going to work out. Like until he somehow becomes restrained or gets some kryptonite or something, I'm not going to be worried. <laughs> They literally do that same deal in like the One Punch Man video game. You can select Saitama because it's like a 3v3 kind of fighting game deal, like team based thing. But if you select Saitama, he's just not there. Yeah, he because he always shows up late. So there's a timer. There's a timer. So if you lose, basically, if you can hold out 2v3 for what is it like two minutes or something or one mm-hmm. minute, I think it's either two to three minutes. Then Saitama shows up. And you just win because nobody can actually do any damage to Saitama. Hmm. The wild part is if you get a Saitama versus Saitama, shit gets real. <laughs> Does it get real? That sounds hype. <laughs> that sounds hype. <laughs> it gets real. All right. So I gave it an eight. How about you, Hero? <laughs> what would you give it out of 10? This is maybe, I mean, I, I'm, I don't want you to say I'm biased. I'm trying to think of like as like a, as a as a person who's who's watching anime for the first time like the one punch man the the fights are really good it's everything that i i want in a fighting anime i i've watched so many fighting animes where i know things are going to get repetitive and like like you know like like i've watched so much dbz where it's like oh goku's just going to show up and you know save the world anyways <laughs> so it's just like uh, honestly like i would give this a 9.5 it's not a perfect 10 for me because i don't want to set a bar mm. like in because mm-hmm. there's way better fu- uh, animes that, that are a 10 than one punch man but season one i would give it uh i'll give it a nine you know not even a 0.5 just a nine all right yeah it's your wheelhouse huh it's a wheelhouse you know all about you know all about the uh two episode long windups. <sighs> Listen, I know all about it. Goku trying to charge up that super, that spirit ball, spirit bomb. I know all about it. Spirit bomb. Yep. <laughs> How's the spirit ball going? Oh, we got about two episodes on this one. I got Hold two on. episodes left. Vegeta and Bulma are going to go on a date. Hold on. I do you know what's going on. Keep charging that spirit bomb, Goku. Everything's going to be okay. I can't hold him any longer, Goku. These two lovebirds, they got stuff to do, okay? Don't worry about it. It's your turn, Time Muffin. My turn. I'm going to give it 
I'm gonna give it a nine. All right. Same as Bacano. I think I think that as far as how much I enjoyed it was on a similar level to how much I enjoyed Bacano, just in a different mm-hmm. way. Where Bacano, it was largely, oh, I get to put all the pieces of this puzzle together, and even though I was kind of like the end was a little kind of a wet fart. <laughs> Like, (laughs) just because of, like, how do you even wrap up all the stories? Where do you end these stories? Mm -hmm. Because they all kind of end in different times and places and locations. At least One Punch Man, it's like, the way it kind of lampoons the, like, shonen tropes of, like I said before, the tortured backstory. (laughs) And then they just say, like, the main character does not give a crap about it. He's just like, 20 words or less, stop. (laughs) There's no, there's no actual backstory more than like probably f- two minutes in the whole thing. Whereas in like, let me just scroll through my. Oh yeah, I just finished watching season one of the time I got reincarnated by a slime. And <sighs> you think this pacing is rough? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's my one big complaint about that one. But like, yeah, they go in for episodes on episodes on episodes talking about backstory and lore and things like that. That it's not. It was nice to watch what see go watch One Punch Man where it's kind of hey go 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 enough of that filler bullshit. <laughs> yeah, let's show people punching other people and exploding into millions of pieces. Yes, it definitely was uh, a little bit of junk food. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, not it was it was satisfying. There wasn't too much substance, but that was on purpose. A hundred percent, yeah. I will say I don't want to spoil anything for season two, but any any gripes that you guys had or you think you had about like I don't a lot of people are upset with season two because there's not that much Saitama. So this is gonna it's gonna be a different spin. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is does it does huh. it okay interesting i'm curious you've piqued my piqued my interest <laughs> yeah because as 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 funny as it is to say saitama is kind of in a way the thing that breaks the story like he really does <laughs> on purpose though like 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 the story is like the writers know the story is broken they know that saitama is broken he doesn't make for a good story like they have to make him and his interactions interesting because his fighting is not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they and they they make this obvious that like the fights are not necessarily interesting because of the fact that he's not going to lose mm-hmm. so yeah i would be very interested to uh to see what this show minus saitama <laughs> it gets would look it like. gets super interesting because you get to know more backstory of different characters too so you you Everything that you felt like you didn't get, you're gonna. I I feel like you're gonna get a little bit more in the next season. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've seen a couple clips from it, but yeah, nothing like, nothing crazy. Like I just know of some character interactions, so I'm I'm basically blind on this one. So I'm excited. All right, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. If it was morning, noon, night for listening to Pretty Fly for a Senpai, episode two of One Punch Man. 
uh, while we, we went over the all the episodes in season one. Stay tuned for episode three. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be pretty fly. For Senpai. For It was a pleasure. <sighs> Hero19x is here. Time Muffin. I'm Shark Wellington. And we had a blast. See you next time, Space Cowboys. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> uh, oh, good stuff. <laughs>